0: From the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick From who's got it better than us to brick by brick It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day Yeah, we talk back, it's the 49ers cup back It's 49ers cutback podcast time. And the horse is ready. He just told me so. He's more ready for this than anything ever in life. He's right. I did just tell him. Wow, that was dynamite.
1: I mean, it's just incredible amounts of just everything with this man today. So on point. I'm excited, man. We got a lot of interesting topics. No mock drafts today. I mean, maybe we can talk about our mock drafts right. and, and the reception and what people thought. But for the most part, no mock draft today. Just some news and there actually is some things to talk about
0: there is because justin fields had a second pro day pro day where he it was basically a private workout for you know a few teams that decided they were going to go but mainly the 49ers requested this so this is what he got and of course did you see any video of this
2: i saw very little i was at work
0: well there's very little out there to be honest Um, it wasn't televised he did
2: seem awfully friendly with the 49ers during it yeah so that's a good sign. Um, I saw some of his throws. He looked good, but I'm not really worried about his arm. So, I mean, besides that, it looked, it looked positive.
0: Yeah, Vegas already flipped the odds, and now he is the leader in the clubhouse for the 49ers to select at three.
1: Until, you know, Trey Lance has his, but we'll talk about that in a little <laughs> bit. I mean, it's it's funny how th- how quickly things change in Vegas, in the NFL, in talking head circles about who the 49ers are taking. I mean, it was for certain a few days ago that it was Mac Jones. Right. And then magically people started walking things back almost as if, you know, they were talking out of their behinds the entire time. It's, it's pretty funny that, that this kind of stuff continues to happen and that people get really wrapped up and latched on to some of these things and who the quarterback's going to be. If there's one thing that is for certain, and there's only, if there's one thing that we know with certainty, it's that we don't know anything about what the Niners are going to do with three other than take a quarterback.
0: Yeah, you know, there were a couple of things that I have saw and conspiracy theories that people are laying out there. And one of them is the fact that Justin Fields from Pro Day 1 to Pro Day 2 changed his stance in Shotgun. That at during the first one he had his left foot back and that during this one he had his right foot back and that was also <coughs> something that Matt Ryan did before Kyle Shanahan got there, that he had left foot back and then later on right foot back. So it seems that they are already switching things and already maybe changing a few technique things to what Kyle Shanahan prefers. So I don't know how much to read into this, but the fact that the quarterback coach is also very good friends with Kyle Shanahan, I think, I think it does go to show that he's definitely somebody that they, they could be targeting.
2: Yeah, um, he's him switching to something that Kyle Shanahan likes, if that's 100% true. Oh, no, he 100% switched. He it won 100% switch. is a positive sign. That, I mean, that, and their coach is smart. And he knows Shanahan, his personal coach. He wants to make him look good in front of him. Right. He doesn't want fields to fall past number three, I mean, money wise and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but he's definitely catering to the 49ers with stuff he's doing.
1: Yeah. No, he definitely is. Um, it's not a surprise that if, if they did make a change, that they're doing it now, especially with Pro Day 2. That was the whole purpose for Pro Day two was, in some regards and in some respects, to get the get Fields ready, you know, and give him a, an extra opportunity to get exposed to specific teams up in the top five, top ten area who are going to be going quarterback. Uh, you know, it sounds like that the the reason behind it was for specifically Shanahan and the Niners, um, and it looked that way too with all the fo- photos circulating and every Forty Nine er fan page that I'm in on Facebook absolutely going crazy when the picture got released of Shanahan Fields looking all chummy and bromancing it up there on the sidelines um, mm-hmm. do you think that was an intentionally leaked photo by the 49ers to try and drum up interest or do you think that was just a genuine moment caught on camera
0: well actually I believe Ohio State was the one putting out all this stuff what? there's actually yeah. video of them being chummy together and Correct. laughing which a lot of people said they've never seen Kyle Shanahan do a Jimmy Garoppolo ever I don't know how much we can read into that. There's also the Scangarello, uh, you know, video where he goes up and he tells Justin Fields like, "Hey, you need to chill, or or chill, or whatever." You know, I think he's saying just slow down or whatever. But I think that there's a lot of people that are just wanting to read into every single thing that happens. I think nothing has changed as far as we still have zero idea because when Trey Lance's pro day comes, and I know we're going to talk about it later. But if these same pictures and videos come out (laughs) of Kyle Shanahan acting the same way with Trey Lance, then, I mean, what are people going to think? Does Trey Lance now become the leader in the clubhouse? I know a lot of people are already starting to read into the fact that there's no Zach Wilson pro day coming, at least not so far. So maybe there's no chance. I don't know. I'm I'm getting to where it's like almost tired of talking about it because I have zero (laughs) clue what is going on. You're just trying to read into all this stuff. Force, it's like...
1: you've been tired of talking about it since the season ended. <laughs> oh, I got a glare. I got a glare there from this yeah. man. Does doesn't a big fan of me pointing that out? I mean, it's the reality of the situation. You, you've been pretty fed up with it. I know a lot of 49ers cool. fans are starting to get to the point where... There's they're...
2: just nothing we can do about it. Correct. I mean, they're going to pick who they're going to pick. I just wish the process was a month long instead of... Six months long, four months long, whatever. It but it is.
0: really hasn't been six months long because True. we were talking about twelve. We were talking about other players being drafted. True. It's only been since they moved up to three that the quarterback talk, as far as the draft, is intensified. The whole trade thing, though, was going for a while. Okay,
2: I'm not gonna lie to you. The um the thing that's upset me is ever since they brought Mac Jones into it, I'm not excited about it anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah but i mean i I think all of us are on the same boat here that the mac jones thing was just stuff to talk about i think a lot of these talking heads just there was nothing else because you know it's going to be fields you know it's going to be wilson you know if lawrence falls it's lawrence maybe you can argue trey lance but it's going to be one of those three and that that story's been it's run out and played right now
0: do we think lawrence is going to fall now i mean after reading this article okay that came out, it I mean, it, it kind of it made me nervous. If I was Jacksonville, I would be nervous right now. And in fact, I'd be nervous for the 49ers to take him at three because one of the things you've got to really have is passion and the fact he could say that they said he could walk away tomorrow and be completely fine makes me nervous. Yeah, that's not good.
1: Did you did you get all spooked when you read that horse? I didn't read it. Oh. that' was it work? Oh, that's true. He was, this man was working. Um, I, I took a look at it on my lunch break today and the, the comments just, it gives you an uneasy feeling in the pit of your stomach because you, you get
0: flashbacks
1: to luck who just retired early because there's more to life than football. And Lawrence is saying that without having already played a down or suffering the, the same
0: injuries that Andrew was going through. It's
1: true. He's, he's making those comments with real, no injury history, nothing but success. And there's more to life than football. I a hundred percent agree with you, Trevor Lawrence. But I, can you go into the NFL highest level where the best of the best are playing with that mindset and have success? Can a team build around that? Well, can, also, you,
0: can you lead? Also, he said that he doesn't need to win a Super Bowl. He's not going to play with a chip on his shoulder.
1: <sighs> Tom <sighs> Brady's rolling over. That, that really bugs me because
0: someone like Justin Fields is going to play, you know, with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Zach Wilson wants to win championships. So that really bugs me, to me, as far as his mindset. Unless I'm in a room with this guy, if I'm a GM and a coach, and I really know that this is more just kind of what he's talking about, that scares the living heck out of me. And if I'm Jacksonville, I'm reassessing who I'm drafting. And I'm taking a real hard look at Justin Fields or Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah. Do you take him at three if he falls to San Francisco?
0: I almost wouldn't. I mean, that that's how nervous it made me. Yeah. It really made me nervous that this guy could, in five years, could be like, you know what? I'm just not down for the grind. you know. I'm ready to move on, and that's, that is insane.
1: From one to – I mean, it, here's the thing. If this, were to, if this happens, right, and let's say they don't take Lawrence at one. They go Fields. Let's say the Jets take Wilson at two. Niners are sitting there at three. Scared the living daylights out of taking Trevor Lawrence. And let's say they, they do the drastic and they go Trey Lance or Mac Jones at three because of this. How far does Lawrence fall?
0: He's still not going to fall very far. Yeah, Somebody so. will come up and get him. Atlanta would take him one hundred percent at four. Forced? Yeah, I don't think he'd fall past Atlanta either.
1: Okay, so then if he's not going to fall past Atlanta, then do you just pull the trigger
0: and take him? And you no, because roll with Jimmy, you have to feel comfortable with it. And I'll tell you right now, Trevor Lawrence is one hundred percent starting from day one. He walks on your. So you're trading Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh man, I'm telling you right now, if we draft Justin Fields. There is a good chance we trade Jimmy Garoppolo before draft is over, period. You think so? Yeah, I think so.
1: People are saying you take Wilson or Fields and then you trade um, Jimmy to the Pats for yeah. pick 15. Is that, if they do, do you think that's possible? Because people in the comment section, I, I saw right here, right at the start of this, they made that comment. A couple yeah. people said that. Do you agree with that?
0: Well, it came out yesterday, right, that KNBR was floating around, or one of the guys on KMBR was floating around the idea of trading Jimmy Garoppolo for pick 15 and Stephon Gilmore. Um, to me, me and Horse kind of talked about this at work last night. Was the fact that I we don't think that there that we can get a first round pick for value for Jimmy. I mean, would I love to get pick? if they offered fifteen? I'm I'm moving him right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. living with the results. Um, but I'm I know I can add a first round talent. Shoot, Horse, in that scenario, we could add a Jalen Phillips or a Zavin Collins without giving up any draft capital two big-time players You'd, right away. You could
1: probably even move back a little bit and get either one of those guys and pick up more cap. Well,
0: And if you pick up 15 early, you can mo- you package 15 with something else and go up and get Pitts. Also true. You know what I mean? So as far as that goes, there's a lot of different options. I just don't know if the Patriots are willing. The fact that the Patriots are at all these pro days, they're probably talking to the 49ers. I agree.
2: But yeah, I just don't
0: sense. know if it's a first. horse. do you think it's a first?
2: I'd be surprised. Yeah. I don't
0: think so. Yeah, I mean, I know people are saying pick 15. I've seen Jay always said pick 15 by uh I'd by say. itself.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Horse, Tommy had said he can't believe he said that, and Niners all day said, why would he say that? What do you think is the driving reason for Lawrence behind that just level of complacency with not wanting to win a Super Bowl, not caring if he wins one? What do you, what do you think would be the driving force behind something like that?
2: I don't know. Um, It was foolish. It yeah. wasn't smart. Um, people are gonna. That's gonna haunt him for a couple of years. Yeah. No. Um. Unless he does, he not want to go to Jacksonville. That
1: was something in in our group message right. that got brought up. Is maybe he doesn't want to be in Jacksonville, and that's why the comments came out. He wants to be not there. So well, yeah. makes those kind of comments as like a mind game sort of thing to try and get Jacksonville off. And meanwhile, he's telling other teams. Yeah, by the way, that was just a bunch of malarkey. Just just take me right now.
0: Right, if he's privately going to the Jets or the 49ers and saying, "Hey, look. Everything you read that's coming out is not true. This is what I'm telling you is true." I I get it, but I mean, it's definitely painting a picture. And you know the way the way the media is around San Francisco. Could you imagine if now that this is out and the 49ers do draft him at 3? They're gonna. I mean, of course, the fan base will be elated because he's one heck of a talent. But sports writers around here, you know,
2: I mean, we're gonna go. Crank
0: Goan, for sure. For instance, is say, <laughs> is going to go <laughs> is going to go crazy on the fact that you know this guy doesn't want it. This guy doesn't care. We went from Jimmy to this guy. Like you all, you already know what he's gonna face. He
2: said, and we're I...
0: <laughs> oh, <excuse laughs> Coach me. Ralph Lawrence already has the playbook. It's true. Yeah,
2: I mean. Are we, and with the media, we're going to go from, I mean, you go all the way back to YA Tittle. There's the famous picture of him covered in blood yeah. on the field to Joe, guys like Montana, um, Steve Young about getting the monkey off his back, winning the Super Bowl. Guys that were so passionate about winning. Even Jeff Garcia never won one, but man, that guy played with everything he had. True. Guys like that. And then now we're going to get this guy. I mean, I like I said, Terry Lawrence top tier yeah. talent. But man, that's that's terrifying. I'll
0: tell you I'll tell you one thing we're not thinking about. If if that happens and it goes fields, then Wilson and 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 he's sitting there. Mm-hmm. What would stop the 49ers from picking up the phone and trading back three or four spots knowing now Mac Jones or Trey Lance will be there and you can move back and possibly do something else or do you scrap your entire plan? and then go, let's get maximum value with our trade back, take Kyle Pitts, and then get like a, you know, somebody else, Davis Mills or somebody in the second round. Hmm. And let's say, you know what, let's ride with Jimmy. But I don't know. I I, I just, this made me nervous.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's putting it mildly. Mildly putting it making just everything. It just throws the whole draft in a loop.
2: And it's kind of what you guys know. I don't know how much I've said it on here. That's what scared me about Trevor Lawrence the whole time. You, right. you did say that. that and I've been bringing this up is that he's. he's ne- No, I don't know him personally. I don't know, like, financial situation, things like that. I'm talking strictly on the football field. Mm-hmm. I'm, not talk- <coughs> I'm not talking about his home life. But high school, number one player in the nation, went to a great school, state championships, all that. College, goes to Clemson, who's what, top four in talent every year. Um, so the guys never really had to fight through adversity. And the one time he did, when their line was getting destroyed by, uh, it was Ohio State? Yeah, year, right?
1: it was Ohio State.
2: By Ohio State, he kind of pooped all over himself on the field. He did not have a very good game that day. And, it you know, dropping the ball when he was getting hit and things like that.
1: Well, the, it, his comments in the SI article, too, on that game were a little, I wouldn't say concerning. What do he say? Um, he essentially talked about how he didn't have any regrets from that game. He know he, he knows he did everything he right. possibly could to win. Well, which that's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. But the fact that he had no regrets and nothing that he mm-hmm. would look back on and want to change, to me, was concerning because it's like, what kind of self-reflecting and evaluating are you truly well, doing? Because everyone yeah. can get... Any any game, any situation, you can improve and get better on. Well, I had what
0: a mean? different opinion on that game than both of you, as far as him, because... I think that he just tried to win the game on every single play. He yeah. was trying to bring his team and lead his team back. To me, that actually showed a little bit of you know that competitiveness and stuff when he's in the game. So when he was making fumbles and stuff, that was just him trying to do too much. Agreed. You know, I I think yeah. when you're looking at it that way.
2: And his comment about that could definitely be misconstrued as what he means is he prepared as hard as as right. hard as he could. He gave as much effort as he could and the game just didn't go his way. That I if that's what he means that I understand what he's saying as far as that he doesn't want to change anything like that he couldn't have prepared harder, he couldn't have watched more film, he couldn't have you know, that kind of thing. And like I said, I'm still gonna be shocked if Trevor Lawrence isn't a stud in the NFL.
0: I agree. I think we all agree with that. I think it just But I think this
2: is the first thing the first chink in his armor is
1: the better public. Correct. 100%. And I think that's why it's the biggest concern because I don't think anyone figured we would see the chink before the draft.
0: No. I'm if we were
1: going to see it, it was going to be once he was in the league,
0: right? Yeah, this is kind of that time, though, that the whole thing, the narrative starts to change. This is when the ba- Baker Mayfields make a huge jump and those kind of things. Tyler Murray makes a big jump. <coughs> now, J.L.E. brought up about the Jets selecting Justin Fields. And actually, if you guys follow any, I don't know if you guys watch or listen to any Jets media or anything, especially on the all the YouTube pages and all that stuff, the Justin Fields to the Jets is picking up steam.
1: It is because a few days ago, I'm in that Discord group with right. a bunch of those football guys. Um, the the Jets guy in there, Jets 24-7 talk, if you guys ever want to go take a look at them. Uh, he brought up that there was no chance it was, it was going to be Fields. There's no buzz on Fields. No one's talking about Fields. It's Wilson 100% all the way. And then magically, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, within the last few days, stuff started popping up. And he came back into the group and was all, <laughs>
0: yeah. Even Rich Eisen has been saying, you know what, it you know, maybe it could be fields. He says with the Jets, you just never know what's gonna happen.
2: Well do you I've nev- even do you heard-
1: never do you never know because they're so secretive and elusive, or do you never know because
0: they've made some blunders. Ownership is garbage. There you
2: go. By the way, did you guys see Mark Sleris' comment on the uh I believe it was Mark Slayer, so don't hold me to this guys, if I'm saying the wrong name. His comment on the Jets. He mm. said, come on, it's been 25 years. We all know the Jets are going to mess this up. Yeah, No matter who they pick, it's going to end up being a bust.
0: Well, you're not entirely yes. wrong. And I've even heard rumors about Trey Lance, and I think after his second pro day, you're going to hear more rumors about Trey Lance at two as well.
2: Correct.
1: It's, it's going to be crazy, crazy times. But thing, a thing that wouldn't be crazy, guys, is Najee Harris falling into the second round and for the 49ers to be smitten. With this, apparently they've been talking to the man, talking yep. to one Najee Harris, and this may become reality. This may come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, and what are you hearing about this? How are you feeling about this?
0: Yeah, the running back coach has been talking to Najee Harris a lot, which is not uncommon for him. He did it a lot with other running backs last year, but he did it um, this time. And Najee Harris was talking to them so much, he was in the belief that he was going to get picked at pick 12 by the 49ers. That's how much of a relationship he has with Bobby Turner. So he really thought this was going to happen. And then when they traded up to three, he's like, wow, I really thought I was going to get picked. But I think the 49ers understand, and that's why they've been keeping such close tabs, is that Najee is more likely to go in the second round. I think there's a lot of people that question his speed, the fact that he didn't run at his pro day. A lot of people are wondering if he's going to run a you know, high 4 5, high four, or 4 6, and there's some concerns there. So, I think the real target for him is Pittsburgh in the first round, and if he makes it past that, he will go into the second round. There
2: are some rumors of Miami at eighteen
0: you think Miami would pick him it's at eighteen been
2: some rumors i've seen
0: i mean just I think it's just because Miami drafts Alabama guys though, don't you yeah i mean i don't i don't honestly don't think he is going eighteen to me if you're i don't as far as running back that's not a great value for a running back in the first round anymore
2: no um, and Najee Harris I think. Uh, I would be excited if we got him at 43. Right. I think people are underestimating him a little bit because he plays in such a great program that it's just become usual to see Alabama players accomplish great things. Um, Najee Harris is the guy who does everything well. He runs, he's big, he's fast, he's strong, he doesn't turn the ball over, he blocks well, he catches the ball out of the backfield. I mean, that guy, to me, he's a game-changer at running back. And if you were to put him with Brahim Mostert as a pairing, that is a nasty punch. Because you got Najee, who I know a lot of people are categorizing him as a power back. I don't think he's strictly a power back. Right. He does run hard. and But to me, even Derrick Henry is not a power back. Derrick Henry is a good running back that has a lot of power, mm-hmm. but Derrick Henry pulls away from everyone. Right. So he gets out in the open, and I. <laughs> excuse me. And I think Najee's similar. I don't think he's got the power Derrick Henry has. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But I think he's a good all around running back where power is part of his game. And actually, if you read a lot of scouting stuff on him, that was the Bama coach's biggest problem with him at the start was he didn't just put his shoulder down and go sometimes. He um, used to try and make too many moves, like he his athleticism. So I think in his mind, he's a right. He's a more skilled back than that. And I think the tape, if you guys watch it, shows that.
1: No, I agree with you there. I think that's 100% accurate. And I think it's crazy that this man has a potential to even go in the second round, to be honest with you. He shouldn't. He shouldn't go anywhere near the second round. He's not a second-round talent. He's a top-10 talent. Easy. Easily, he might even be top five to be honest with you. Um, just the amount of different things that the man can do. Um, the Derrick Henry comparison is not far off, right? Like it's it's accurate. It's Didn't what,
2: Derrick Henry go in the second round?
0: I mean, yeah, I think I, I, think, I, think, I think I think the difference think. between him and Derrick Henry though. Number one, Derrick Henry's huge yes, compared to him, gigantic. Uh, but second of all, I think Najee Harris has way better lateral movement.
2: Yes, I think he might be faster. Yeah, I, mean, di- I would actually say that to me. If we're gonna compare Bama running backs he's um ingram with more
0: power okay you think he's ingram with more power yeah. see i think he look he reminds me of jeff wilson like a souped up jeff wilson that's
2: not a bad comparison. that's who he
0: reminds me of like lots
1: of lots of, lots
0: of yeah to me they have a similar running style but it, like with Najee, he can make the moves in the, the lateral moves that wilson can't make as yeah. far as that's why he's souped up because oh. he can make the little jump cut but i think they're similar speed similar build and then he can just make those extra, you know, plays. And he can—I know there, there's a lot of talk that he can't break tackles for a big running back. That he doesn't break as many tackles. But if they can't touch him, what's the difference?
2: But I just don't understand how Najee falls. Say he falls because a lot of people have him falling into the 40s, 50s. Yeah. how is it that he's the number one recruit in the nation, in high school, goes to the Bama, obviously doesn't play much at first. Great talent in front of him. His last two years starts and plays great. And yeah. he's now fallen to the fiftieth best guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so it, the, the complete, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: No, it's the complete devaluing of the running back position in the it NFL, is. and the fact that you can you can find guys and you know plug and play in the right system, right? You can plug and play undrafted guys. Shanahan has shown he can do that. I think the success of undrafted and you know low round guys has basically come back to bite some of these running backs, mm-hmm. these high level prospect running backs in the butt. Because there's been so many guys that have had success that aren't those first-round guys. They're not first-round talents. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I don't know about how Dallas fans feel about this, but I think a lot, of, a lot of common NFL fans look at a guy like Zeke Elliott, who was drafted fairly early, and think bust.
0: What? Yes. No, I, I think I think there, now- there are
1: people that actually believe that. Like the common fan who is you know, maybe not super invested in their team, maybe plays like the occasional fantasy football game or whatever. There's a lot of f- football fans out there who look at a guy like Zeke
0: Elliott and think bust. Well, that's the problem is they're looking at it through a fantasy lens. Or,
1: or even if they don't even play fantasy. They just they don't see him putting up the huge big numbers that they would expect a guy like that who was you know, explosive yeah. in college, explosive his first couple of years in the league and hasn't had that same level of explosivity in terms of the numbers. They just look at the numbers and think, uh, well, there's been a drop-off, so I mean, obviously this didn't work out, and this is why you don't take guys early.
0: I think I think the, the, they just need to change their mindset to change that these running backs aren't going to go more than one contract, a lot of them. It, you're going to have these guys for four to five years, and yeah. then you're going to switch, and you're going to move on. And signing a big-time player, like look at uh, Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. look at, you know, uh, who were you just talking about? Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott. They're one contract, and then they should have – let let it go, because after that, they're going to start falling off. Yeah. Running back's just career span doesn't last very long.
2: And if you want to think about, for people that think just anyone, or you can grab any undrafted guy or any sixth, seventh-round guy. Tommy. Um, I'm not taking a shot at him in particular. I know. Just people that think that. Go back to this with Mike Shanahan on the Broncos. Um, after Charles Davis got hurt, they had who? Landis, Gary, mm-hmm. Mike Anderson, guys like that. They were still 1,000-yard rushers, and it became, this is kind of where this started. It right. became a big kind of joke that you put anyone in that Shanahan system. and uh, Yeah, except for Orlando Scarry ran for 1,100 yards. Charles Davis ran for 2,000.
0: Right, and Clinton Portis.
2: Yeah, that's who I was going to bring yeah. up next is Clinton Portis. You take a special back and put him in a special system, and you get special results. Bingo, Super special. And if you got a running back that is running like that, takes the pressure off everyone else because <coughs> there no teams just going to sit there and let you gash them for 200 yards.
0: Well, I mean, some some, some teams, teams don't have a choice. That's the Packers. Oh, <laughs> yikes, dude. You know, yikes. you know what I'm saying? And that's oh the thing my is God, Especially especially old school guys like I know I'm an old school guy mm-hmm. the way I view football is a run game never quits. Ooh. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. If you get a run game going and they can't stop it, it never quits. Pass game, win can affect the ball. You know, a Bad receiver weather. can drop it. There's all kinds of things, but a run game, if it's very good and very established, it won't stop.
2: And people that want to argue or get upset with us about this whole thing, it—how did we get to the Super Bowl last time? You guys all are so quick to crit- criticize Jimmy that he's a—you know, only threw ten passes, twelve passes. Like 21 passes in the two games, right? Something like that? Yeah. But yeah, and we ran for 400 yards in those two games. Correct. And, and, and Alex, do you guys no, think
0: Najee ahead. fits the system? Yes. Because there's been a lot of people that say Najee might not fit the 49 system. I think Najee system.
2: fits every system.
0: I don't, I don't think there's a system that Najee doesn't fit in. Is and it, is, Alabama is not,
2: runs plenty of zone runs out of pistol. Oh, correct? I
0: agree. And, and you know I think it is. But let, let's, say, let's say they are going Justin Fields. Would it make sense for them to go... Najee Harris and change their I guess their future as far as now they're more of a power run team with a quarterback that can run and then Najee Harris.
1: Correct. Well and Leonardo Cruz just said it best here in the in the in chat. It wouldn't be a bad idea considering all our running backs were injured.
0: Right. They're but
1: they've been plagued. Like last year they were plagued yeah. with injuries. Raheem Mostert it was has the
2: year before too. Yes,
1: and Raheem Mostert has been Injured consistently in his career, no matter where he's been, at right. every stop somewhere along the line, something has happened to him, with the exception of two years ago at the end of the season when he made that run. But if everyone remembers correctly, Tevin Coleman took dinks that year. The last two years, Matt verita was dinked up his last few years in San Francisco. This year, you had what's up, Jay White? This year Jay Wizzle. Jay Wizzle's here. Uh this nice. year you had Raheem Mostert get dinked up. Yeah. Jeff Wilson gets dinked up. I mean, every single guy on the roster playing the running back position at some point took shots and got dinked up, maybe it's time to evolve the running back position and take a guy who's a little bit more of a bigger bruiser, guy who can take a little more of a beating.
2: And Are, you got, oh, go ahead. I was
0: just going to ask you a question, Horst. Are, do you think, though, that you would rather have Najee Harris than some of the other guys we've talked about in the second round? Would you value him over a Wyatt Davis or a Joe Tryon or Elijah Molden? You know? <sighs> That's a difficult
2: question. Um, I see running back as a need. Yeah. I guess it depends on if you see running back as a need. Because both, say we're talking Wyatt Davis, who everyone knows I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, So we have a solid guard there in Brunskill. Mm-hmm. But I think Wyatt Davis would be an upgrade. Agreed. Well, Nature. if you look at the running back position, we have solid backs. But I think Najee Harris would be an upgrade. So I think it's the same situation. Right. Um... But as far as I was going to make a comment on switching the scheme up, and you guys, people that don't closely watch football are going to laugh and joke about this. When Washington went with RG3 and had Alfred Morris at running back, they did not run outside much with uh, Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris is more of a bigger, stronger guy. Right. Correct? Yep. So, and if you could get Justin Fields and replicate RG three's first year in the NFL and Alfred Morris you know, the production of Alfred Morris out of Najee, that'd be a great year offensively.
0: Yeah, and it would also change your goal line offense completely, one hundred percent.
2: I mean, people that you know, RG three's kind of a joke now, but if you guys go back go back and look at his stats his first year and go back and look at Alfred Morris's stats that same year.
0: Yeah.
1: Tommy, I think we disagree there about desperately need corners because um, this is this is is, I mean, with all the moves they just made at the cornerback position, the guys they've brought back in. I don't know if you desperately need a corner. I think you need to add depth at the cornerback position,
0: just like you need to add depth
1: at the at the running back position.
0: But ask Tommy if we're taking one at 43, because
1: I don't think we are.
0: I I mean, if you're taking a corner at 43, who's going to be there? You're talking Elijah Molden. I don't think I don't think uh, Sante Samuel's gonna be there. I think he'll be no. gone. Correct. So you can honestly pick one up. You could actually trade back if you're looking corner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, because we're not going Milifanwu, I don't think. Correct. Um,
1: and listen and listen, don't like don't get it confused, guys. We're not saying that they need
0: to do this. Right. We're not
1: saying that they need to go get Najee. We're just trying to prepare everybody for the reality that it could
0: happen. And the fact that they've met with like five or six running backs means they're definitely evaluating the running back.
1: Yeah. And I think the fact that they're meeting with Najee Harris should tell you a little bit about what they think of their running back position, yeah, and how how highly they value him. Because I, I don't think that if they had talked to him as much as they did, knowing prop, they I mean, come on, I mean, let's be real, we all knew they we all knew that they knew that at some point they were making a move for quarterback depth, whether it was going to be Deshaun Watson, right. whether that was going to be trading up in the draft, whether that was trading back or staying pat at twelve to pick a quarterback. We all know now they were going to make a quarterback move this year yeah they were going to make something so the fact that they were talking to Najee harris leads me to believe and they've been talking to him as much as they have that they had no intention of taking him at 12 they were thinking maybe we can get this guy in the second round
2: that's 100 percent. well and for these people that are devaluing the run running game running backs you know you guys i kind of have the same outlook as ant over here about power football and run in the run game when did tampa bay take off this year When When did they take off? Leonard Fournette. When playoff Lenny came out and Ronald Jones was last (coughs) five or six weeks got it rolling. That's when Tampa Bay turned into the team that won the Super Bowl. I see Tom, people Tommy, are
0: starting to panic about the corners.
1: Well, yeah, and Tommy, I mean, listen, that's that's a hypothetical question that you're asking right now. What happens if well, Jason Breck gets hurt? What happens if Moster gets hurt? What, what, happens, what happens,
2: happens if Fred if, Warner gets hurt? I mean, like, anyone, li- can, get anyone hurt.
1: can get hurt, and it can derail anything. You right. can't make decisions based on fe- – you can't make decisions of taking players based on fear of what happens if this guy's not there. All you can do is prep. For backup plans and secondary plans in
0: case something happens, but you can't you can't bank on it. Well, one hundred percent, they're going to address the corner position. Uh, Agree. I, I don't. I, I think agreed. they're going to address it. And there's how many players that are going to be available after the draft that are free agents that are just sitting there. Correct. You know, players like Richard Sherman that I think we've all we're all ready to move on from. But there's going to be other moves. But we've already said Paulson Adebo is one of the guys we really like. Mm-hmm. You can get him in the third round and I, and I don't
1: he's not a third round
0: talent. No, he he's higher than that. So it's like it's because he sat out he's getting devalued. So it's like you don't have to take someone with the second round the second round pick a cornerback. Correct. And that's why we've been high on taking offensive linemen. I don't think I would blink an eye if the 49ers walked away with Wyatt Davis or Landon Dickerson or one of those guys At there. 43. Yeah. Because I think both those guys are first round talents and I think Horse does too. But I would blink an eye if they drafted a corner, unless it was a nickel corner. Correct. Because I don't think there's a, as much value there. Because um, Newsom is going in the first round now, and, and he was the second round guy I would have targeted.
1: Yeah, and and he is probably one of the better corners on the board, and he just won't he won't be there at forty three. So unless you're going to give up more draft capital, come back up and try and make a move for a guy like that just I just don't see how I don't see yeah. what corner you're taking at 43.
0: No, and I and I know that, you know, we've we've seen that they've taken short-term contracts for Jason Brett. A lot of that is so he can renegotiate next year when the salary cap is so much higher. Right. I mean, that's really what it came down to. It was necessity for him so he could cuz he wants to get a huge contract with the 49ers. He doesn't want to get it somewhere else. He got a multi-year deal offered. He just wants to play for San Francisco. Yep
1: do there, Creed Humphrey. Yeah,
0: agreed. That's I like Creed another Humphrey good name
2: there, J. Yeah. Ellie.
1: It's a great name there, J. Ellie. Guys, we got Trey Lance also putting together a second yeah. pro day for Kyle Shanahan. I'd
2: rather see Lance Bass.
1: <laughs> That's not nice at all. My God, my dude, come <laughs> on now, Horst. Um, I- I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this. Um, he's probably the one of the three quarter, the th- of the four quarterbacks up here in the first four in the first f- few picks. I think that a second pro day would actually help him more than a lot of these other guys. Right. Uh, obviously, a second pro day had its benefits for fields, as we've all now seen with all the craziness surrounding all of that. So I think this is going to be really good for Trey Lance. Obviously, he's been talking to the 49ers because the reports are coming out that they're going to be implementing 49ers-like quarterback drills into the workouts. Uh, so it, it obviously, this is a great idea for Trey Lance. This is obviously going to allow the 49ers to have you know, a good view of him and a good look at stuff within their system and see how he fits in with all of that. Um, do you guys think there's any possibility to take him at three or in the crazy, <laughs> crazy world in which Trevor Lawrence is not taken at one, he de- isn't taken at two, he falls to the Niners at three, and the Niners want no part of this whatsoever. Do they go? Do they, would they go with a guy like Trey Lance at three or they trade back, try and get someone to come in to take Trevor Lawrence there at three, get some capital and get him a little bit later?
0: I think if he's their guy, then they're going to take him. I mean, I just think it's that simple. I just don't know if he's their guy. You know what I mean? You really don't know right now what they're looking at. Um, I mean, they're definitely taking a hard look at all these guys. You know, they're making sure. I think they have the belief that Trevor's going one, and then they're evaluating from that. Um, And I think that if Trey Lance has a very good pro day, I mean, maybe they do take a harder look because he's someone that's harder to evaluate because he only had – the one game this year, if he would have played a full season, you know, we probably would be talking about him, you know, maybe as the second overall pick because he is that kind of talent. He's a good player. So we'll see what happens when they get there. But I, I do think it's a big thing that he's doing, you know, the the San Francisco 49ers drills. I, I think it's important because they get to see him operate in something that they do and the things that they execute. You know, Scangarello is going to be out there making sure that he's doing what they want him to do and they're going to be evaluating him. And there's something, something to say about watching someone in person. You can watch as much film as you want, but actually seeing that person, you know, in person, I think it just changes everything.
2: Yeah, it does. But, I mean, the reason pro, day, pro days don't excite me is wearing shorts and a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's the point. I don't think that you're, like, making your full decision off the fact that it's a pro day. No, what, you're what you're doing is saying. either confirming what you already know or... Making yourself think you know what I need to examine this a little bit further,
2: yeah, I get what you're saying you're confirming what you see on tape right when you're a coach that's at the pro day but I'm talking what I meant by that was um us sitting here watching it like I don't know I can't tell that much from this.
0: I can i like I like pro Do you watch you don't watch his technique how he's throwing how he holds the ball you know where it where his you know feet are you know the the length and distance from you know where the defender is compared to him none of that. I mean,
2: I try. I'm. I'm. I will never profess to be a quarterback whisperer. Well, I'm not saying you
0: have to, but I mean, at least. No, no, no. We want a
1: confirmation right here and now, Horse, You have to be a quarterback okay. whisperer.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, because people watch a pro day and they see him throw the ball over the receiver's head, and they're like, "Oh, that was a terrible throw," but they're not exactly breaking down exactly why. You know, his hand got underneath it, yeah. or you know, whatever.
2: Well, I get what you're saying. I mean, I can tell you if they're if the throw is bad, but I can't always tell you why.
0: Yeah.
1: Rob Swink, I do agree with you. Horse, I get what you're saying because you know yeah. a
2: lot about quarterback play.
1: Right. Horse does want to see Lance Bass. He was actually talking about him all during the pre show meeting yeah. today. So, I mean, he's just super That's actually what
2: it. I talk about most of the time. We're not live. It's a little odd, to be honest with you, but, yeah. You know, trying I talk try sink Dolls at work.
0: Yeah, when he leaves, he says bye, bye, bye. He really does. True. Yeah.
1: The whole
2: thing. And then you're he right, too. Tommy. I do like betting on dog races.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious me. Guys. NFL announced it's official. Seventeen mm. games yep. this upcoming season. Horse is making fart noises over there. Okay, thoughts on this, guys? Pros and cons to this? Seventeen games in the, in in the regular season. What are we What are we thinking here, horse? Let's start with you on yep. this. Start what are the Horst. pros? What are the cons for you on seventeen regular season games?
2: Do you believe Ralph would gift me those posters and then make fun of me? I know. <laughs> what, a cool what a jerk. Um, so 17 games. As a fan, it's cool. I mean, the extra football. But, man, they didn't take into account what the players think because none of these players want to do this. None of them want i have seen. They agree to it. I, I'm curious what they got. Their contracts Gosh, didn't go any irony. higher.
0: They get paid extra money for an extra game, guaranteed. Um, TV deals get bigger.
2: But for the fans, it's great. Um, TV deals, it's great. Um, And I love watching football, so I get to watch an extra week of football this year. And there's one last week of preseason, so Mm -hmm. that's even better as a fan. Um, Once again, I don't know if that's better for the team, but it's better for the fans. Um, The last thing is, I honestly think they should have gave them two bye weeks. I do.
0: I do agree yeah. with
2: you. I'll. I'll go into
0: that. Go we, ahead. I'll. I'll go. I'll get into these Why these guys
2: they didn't. are so beat up at the end of the season? Yeah. If you're gonna throw on another game, at least give these guys two weeks off throughout the year.
0: Well, you know why they didn't, right? Because no, they don't. wanted to go to 18 games, and as soon as they go to 18 games, the NFL will give them the second one they want. It's negotiations. Right. You know, and as far as 17 games go, yeah, it might suck for the players they got to play the extra game, but they know they're going to make money on the back end because the new TV deals they already set up for a Monday Night Football playoff game on Wild Card Weekend now. So there's more money. Everything is bigger. All the money is going to be coming in. And also, as far as the 49ers go, it's better for the 49ers this year. A 17th game against the Cincinnati Bengals means you have a better chance to make the playoffs. Their playoff chances went up massively. So, in, in that regard, it does make sense because they're going to make money eventually, horse. That's the key, Is they're, they're looking down the road. The players are seeing, you know, yes, it's going to suck this year. And the NFL is holding that, that bye week, saying, hey, we're going to give you an extra bye week. You give us the 18th game that they ultimately want because guess what? Another game means more TV money. More money for the the owners, more money for the owners means a little more money for the players. Correct. But it's still a little more play, a little more money. And, and let's clarify, yeah.
1: when you say a little bit more money, we're talking hundreds of millions of millions dollars. Millions of dollars. It's just the other ones players. are making billions, exactly. yeah.
2: I, I mean, let's be honest, I wish there was a spring season. I mean, I love football. That's so, yeah, true. I mean, it's not that. I'm just saying when you look at it... Uh, from a player's perspective. Right. Yeah.
0: I understand it from a player's perspective and I understand it from the NFL's perspective.
2: Yeah, from the NFL's perspective, this is a win. Total win. Oh, big, yeah. huge win.
0: Well, it's going to help also more players because you know these rosters are going to continue to expand. You have If you have 18 games, you need more players. So more players are on rosters. Yep.
1: You'll probably see a fl- an influx here in the next couple of years, up to 60, men yep. rosters, and then up to sixty-five, maybe even seventy.
0: And the expanded practice squads as well. Correct.
1: So there's going to be more, more money to go around for more players. More Should players. You Ninety
0: scholarships.
1: 90, <laughs> 90 scholarships. Man, that's a lot of scholarships. Um, the pros are obvious. I mean, we don't need. I don't need to go into the pros. Uh, the cons, obviously, like you guys pointed out, the things you said. Uh, you know, more games. Yeah. More beat up players. More opportunities to get hurt. Um, not having the bi- extra bye week kind of sucks. Um, J.L.E. pointed out still three preseason games. Really, all they did was cut a preseason game and add it to the regular season and kept three, the three other preseason games. So all they did was move a preseason game into the regular season. and That that's
2: gonna... means one more week of good football.
1: Correct. And that, well, and that And that just shows you where the NFL's mindset is. They probably would like to cut into one more of those preseason games like you just 100%. pointed out, mm-hmm. move it to the regular season, and there you go. Uh, Ralph, you had <laughs> said, uh, Ralph, you had said there's an extra playoff game. Not really, because they're just going to keep the same playoff format that they had, the, the, the seven teams. Well, they added Are the they one last the year. year. Correct. Yeah,
0: they're going to keep they're the keep seven. seven.
1: So it, it's not
0: this, th- what nice. happened this year? Well, next year the, will be eight. Or when they go to 18 games, it will be eight.
2: Yes, when they go to 18 games, it will be eight. So, they'll, so you're going to have more than. than half the teams in each conference like the playoffs?
0: Correct? Are you? There's 32 teams.
2: Or excuse me, half. Half. Half, exactly. I was thinking 30.
1: Uh, here's the thing. I, I think that's, that's Roberto, fair. Good. I think that's fair, right? I think, I think it's fair. I think the top half should have a shot at, at winning the Super Bowl. I think it's butt cheeks. Why do you think it's butt cheeks? Well,
0: you're, you're not going to – it's going gonna, it's gonna to change everything having the extra game.
1: Well, and I think also by adding the extra team as well, I think what you've now done is, is you've now made the <laughs> playing field for teams to win a Super Bowl. I think, I think everyone can agree for the most part. The NFL has decent parity. Throughout the league, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think adding another team only goes towards that parity. I don't think it's going to hurt that that parity and the teams, the different amount of different teams and organizations you have winning Super Bowls.
0: Well, I think doesn't it also create the opportunity for expansion in the NFL? Could it now be thirty-four teams?
2: I think that's the idea. I think that's what they're. Oh,
1: they hundred percent. And you know oh. they want you know they want that England team so
0: bad. They want they probably want a team in Mexico. They probably want a team in England. <coughs> I could
2: I
1: could see Mexico. I could also see Canada. Yeah. I can see Canada. But I think England is the big push. That's what they obviously want. I would hate to be whatever organization ends up in the same division as that England team.
0: Well, unless you're on the East Coast, right? It's not that bad. Oh, um, still,
1: that's still rough, man. That's still a long yeah, flight. I've made I that flight before, dude. That's a rough flight.
2: Tommy Huxley just used a school word. <laughs> Lo- loviator. <laughs>
1: Well, no, no comment don't on that. I
2: understand it, so I'm gonna take it as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, we, I'm we love. I'm just
0: joking. moving quote. You're talking to my man all wrong. Here.
1: You're talking to my man all wrong here, Tommy. When, man, we, we appreciate that here? love. We appreciate. Oh my hey, goodness, we have
0: a Robert, Robert Kiro sighting
1: in the chat. What is going right, on? Time to turn it off. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Well, until next time, 49ers fans. All right, gentlemen. New off-season program was released yes. by the NFL. New protocols. New dates and times. Ant, are you pulling this up right now for I us am. to discuss? Look at this man yeah. all on top of it. This was all his idea. Ant came up with this all by his lonesome. We want to break this down and discuss it. Ant, give the people what they want. Give them the news. What is going on with these off-season programs?
0: Yeah, so right now the NFL has decided what they're going to be doing with their off-season, And it's going to be very similar to last year. I mean, it really is. You know, a lot of it is not going to be mandatory. But the main thing I think that people need to know... Is that it is going to be mandatory for OTAs. So we're going to get 10 day OTAs this year, which we didn't get last year, which means actual coaching on the field. So that is big. And also, no change to rookie mini camps and stuff. Okay. So I think those are the big things. Um, I mean, the first phase is April 19th to May 14th virtual meetings, two hours a day, no on field drills, um, facility and weight, you know, weight room. They're still going to have the capacity limits um, and the, you know, the second phase is May 17th to the 21st, virtual meetings, on-field drills with coaches, according to the CBA rules. So that is good, no contacting. Uh, third phase, four weeks, that's May 24th through June 18th, and that is traditional OTAs, 10 days full speed, no contact, in-person or virtual meetings. So that's when you can first start seeing that kind of stuff and includes mandatory minicamp. So there's going to be a mini camp this year, which I think is huge. That's going to really, especially if we have a rookie quarterback,
1: Yeah, these things
0: are going to be so gigantic. That's why I wanted to talk about it and just what it means. And then that's when the players start getting their money. CBA, individual player contracts for workout bonuses and all that will start kicking in. And then, you know, the the COVID protocols are kind of the same. Daily testing, um, staff vaccinations, and other regular season protocols are all in in effect, of course. But those are the main things. But I thought the fact we're going to have OTAs and minicamp was big time compared to last year.
2: Yeah. Um, For people that are really anti the hitting and, you know, they wish they wouldn't have pulled back on the hitting and all the stuff during camp, they've made everything more walk-through, run-through type stuff. You know, I used to agree with that thought process. It really bothered me. I was old school. And, he, you know, um, people cite that as a reason for poor tackling right. in the NFL. Until one day I listened to an interview with um, Eric Davis. He used to be a defensive back for the Niners on the 94 Super Bowl team. Um, nice name drop. You know, he does plenty of different shows. I'm sure most people know who he is. Yeah. But he talked about that George Seifert, when he ran their defense, even before he was head coach, but George Seifert never had the defense practice in pads. He said it was very rare the Niners were actually one of the teams that hit the least. And he said that you can be in the correct position without pads and know, know your players are getting into the correct position as long as everyone's going their hardest. He said, we've all been playing this game for how many years at this point? You should know how to tackle. Right. He said, if you don't know how to tackle, you're not getting drafted. There you go. So he made the point that this is coaching the reason tackling is bad. He said it's poor technique and poor effort on the players. A lot of it's effort. So that's what he – and I. that really flipped my thought process on the whole situation when I thought about it, is these guys don't need to go bang their heads against each other every day. They've been doing that since – most of them since they're 10 years old. So as long as you're able to coach them in the correct techniques, correct positions – I'm a, I'm all for all this stuff.
0: Yeah, and isn't that funny, horse? That Ronnie Lott was so mad at George Seifert because when George Seifert took a head coach, he became soft, according to him, because he wouldn't let him go hit all the running backs and receivers. All of a sudden, he was protecting them. Yeah, it's kind of funny.
1: It is it is hilarious, but I mean, it's it's the reality of the situation, right? Yeah. you have to be able to protect these guys from themselves, especially when it's not on. You need them on the field to play, and if they're taking shots and laying shots out in practice there's always the chance that you're not gonna have a guy available and ready to go in a right. game. The amount of ACL injuries and non-contact in non-contact ACL injuries has skyrocketed in the last decade. Um and while some people may say, you know, oh there's reasons for that, I mean a lot of it is probably field conditions and just the the speed at which these guys are now playing at. Because the speed of the game has easily picked up and increased. I mean, yes, there's always been those four, two, four, three, four, four guys in the NFL. Those guys have existed. But they're everywhere now.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not just that. It's the schemes. Right. Because, let's be honest, how many teams up until the mid 90s to late 90s ha- ever had more than two wide receivers on the field?
0: That, too. Yeah. That I too? mean, you remember back in the day, horse, we had guys in three point stances out I mean, wide.
2: That <laughs> goes. You can watch 49ers <laughs> films all the way up to the 84 Super Bowl. They had Dwight Clark out there in three point stance. Yes.
0: They really didn't. Uh, Mike Wilson also three point stance in, all the way into eighty eight. Accurate. So yeah.
1: Accurate. So I mean, yeah. No, I mean, th- none of those things. I don't think any of those things are bad things. I think it's no. player safety, no. trying to keep these guys on the field. Because at the end of the day, as fans, you want your best players out there. What I don't want to hear is that Nick Bosa, you know, has a concussion from a shot he took from a pulling lineman in practice. This from week.
2: Trent Williams. Yeah,
1: I, I don't. I don't want to hear that. Not. Not at all. I don't want that to ever happen. Um, so you, you got to find a way to keep these guys healthy. You got to find a way to keep them on the field. Obviously, they're doing that, and they've been doing that. Uh, and and it's good to just see that they're going to have OTAs, mini camps, things like that. Because at the end of the day, especially with like you said, with us going to most likely be going quarterback here in the first round, we need to make sure this guy, whoever it is that we're bringing in, oh my gosh,
2: excuse me, but
1: Horst is. I just want everyone to know Horst is sucking it up today. It has not been feeling great today. Sticking it out for the for the podcast. Sticking it out for you, the viewers. For the friends. He loves you guys so much. um uh, of them except Megan. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Big yikes. Uh, but no, I mean, th- he needs it. Whoever the rookie quarterback right. is this year, he's going to need it. He needs that time. He needs that time in the playbook. He's going to need that time with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's old
2: Tom Compton concussion. <laughs>
1: oh, good old Tom Compton concussion. But yeah, no, he's they're going to need that time. In all honesty, if Jimmy ends up staying as the QB, it's going to be very interesting to see his dynamic and interactions with whoever the quarterback is, is that they bring in because I wonder how he's going to take to that mentor role that Tom had with him. And if any of, this, any of the ways Tom was with Jimmy are going to rub off and Jimmy's going to emulate any of those things.
0: And the one thing I can say about Jimmy Garoppolo is he's a classy guy. It's true. I would bet you he handles it with the utmost class I and is just a great individual in the way he handles it. Um, I I don't expect him to go be best friends with the guy. Um, I think it'll be more Joe Montana, Steve Young, where they they were they got along in the room, but they weren't friends outside, and both knew that he, the other one wanted to play, and they were going to work as hard as they could to play. And I think that all that's going to happen. And I think when Jimmy goes somewhere else after that, that that's that's the end of the relationship. It'll be one of those don't even look at me things. But okay. I, I honestly think that he's going to be. I think he'll 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 handle it with class. He'll give it the Alex Smith kind of. You know, handle. Kinda I agree. Man. I oh, really by the him. way,
2: if you guys didn't see the suggestion, Robert Kiros has a great suggestion for a new team. The Fiji one? Yeah, move them to Fiji and name them the Apples.
1: Sounds like something Gwyneth Paltrow would do. Yeah. Oh,
0: Jesus. Gwyneth
2: Paltrow. Right. She has an interesting team. I actually coached
0: a kid named Apple before.
2: Oh, you have? I have. I forgot about that. Yep. His name was Really Apple. His name was, was
0: Really name Apple. A P P L E. First name or last name? First name.
1: Megan, I agree with you. Wow, Horst. Can't believe you did that. That was yeah. super, what are you nice duper, ridiculously rude. Super, duper, ridiculously rude. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Chad, I, I want to hear from you on this, especially with the preseason stuff now with the program coming out. How, are you excited to hear about mini camps um, and what they may mean for the, the young quarterback coming up? The other big thing, too, I want to find out from chat is if, if the NFL is going to go with a new team, mm-hmm. if they're going to bring on a new team, where is it going to end up? Where is it going to be? Where are they going to open it? I know a couple people had said earlier they didn't think whatsoever that England or UK or whatever had a shot at a team. I would disagree with you there just because of the NFL's, not reluctance, but they are seizing on the UK fan base and they've been scheduling games overseas two to three times a year. They're trying to establish a buzz over there in Britain with football, American football, Mm -hmm. not football. Uh and so because of that, that? that's a, that's the f- sport right. with the foot and the round ball and the checkered patterns and mm. they kick it and you can't use your hands unless you're the dude at the special uniform. Never in the it. Yeah. So anyway. Uh <laughs> I, he coached again. Oh that's cute. That's, that's cute. Uh but yeah, I, I get it. I, 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 thi- Apple, Dell. I get it. I I get it. It's it's computer <laughs> stuff. You're the next next person's gonna say they coach someone named Windows, right? hopefully, hopefully
0: it's not Aces.
2: I coached oh, at Microsoft. Um,
0: you, you You're know, soft. you know why it does make sense for the England thing. I know a lot of people are saying that mm-hmm. is when we're talking about getting the second bye week. Now you can schedule teams to be traveling back for a bye week, True. so that's why once you get to two bye mm-hmm. weeks and you get to eighteen games, you can maneuver it and schedule it so every team that plays in London gets a bye week, or if it's London, England, wherever, somewhere I mean, over tra- there, you go London. Yeah, I would think London because you know. Just the fact that it the is.
2: silly nannies?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the other thing I found interesting, too, is the NFL, with, when the, with the addition of the 17-game schedule, they're going to be flipping and alternating teams in the league that have their eight games and seven games. So one conference will have eight, eight home games and seven away, and then inverse. So play
2: 15?
1: Excuse me. Uh, eight, nine and eight. My apologies. Thank you, math, math, mathematical guy over here. It's Captain, Captain Mathematics over here. I don't <laughs> know if you guys know this. Horse... In in his first life before he joined the podcast and started the podcast with Anthony over there, he was a uh, he was a math teacher. He was Rain Man. That's right. In the casinos, counting cards. Brad Jones asks, "Will they draft another wide receiver? Because we really only have Devo and
0: Ayuk." I think so. I think they're going to draft the wide receiver. I don't. I don't think it's going to be
2: early. Horse, do you think it's going to be early? I don't know. I'd be shocked. i I'd, I'd say fourth, fifth. Start thinking that.
0: Yeah, that's what I think as well.
1: I agree. I think fourth, fifth round is probably where you, you target a guy. Um, man, I, if they could find a way to add Mark, Marquez Stevenson, bro, I would absolutely love it. Him and Marquez Stevenson, you
0: and Wyatt Davis. It's true.
1: Yo, I love my it.
2: guy's good. My guy's Ooh. fast. No one he even is fast. knows who your guy is. He
0: is fast.
1: That's the best part of Marquez Stevenson.
0: Nobody no, actually, knows. Chris Sims. It was an honorable mention on Chris Sims's top five. An
1: honorable mention, eh? Yeah, you mean he honorably I, mentioned him right at the end because he doesn't want to blow Shania's cover that he's in love with the guy. Yeah. eh?
0: I would like to point out that Najee Harris was four on his top five list, which uh, was who are the other
2: nice. Wait, who are the other three? Horse, um, Carter. Yeah,
0: and who was three?
2: Horse. Um, Hawkins.
0: Oh, wow. Boy, your are your boy out of Louisville, eh? Dude, I've been talking about him. All of a sudden, Sims is on board. I'm like, eh. I don't always agree with Sims on his list, but...
2: No one knew Tom Brady? Like, he didn't have any friends? Oh, he means coming out of nowhere.
1: Coming, oh! Coming out of nowhere. I mean, listen, he didn't come out of nowhere, right? Like, he, he had a good, solid career at Michigan. He played well. Yeah. He just didn't have the physical attributes that you were looking for at the quarterback position. No. That's
2: not true. The D train from the Hurricanes played with Tom Brady high nice. school. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: But I did. Yeah, Tom Brady, I remember watching his uh combine. It was and, ugly. Oh man, he was slow. His his throwing uh, motion was elongated. Um it didn't look there was a lot there. He looked really frail. I uh, knew it. It's he looks a lot different. If you see the Tom Brady now compared to then,
2: you it's understand the why
0: he's a sixth round pick. I mean, mm-hmm. you really do. You just don't you don't see it. It was the same sort of complaints about Joe Montana. The only difference was Joe Montana was more athletic. And Bill Walsh was a visionary, and he saw him in, as someone that could perfectly fit his offense.
2: The first time I saw Tom Brady, I knew. Yeah.
1: Well, and let's and let's be honest too. The, the first few times, the, the, I mean, the first few years of Brady's career, Brady didn't have to do a whole lot. Yeah. He had a lot of time to grow into the quarterback that he became. Uh, I know there was a lot of pressure on them once they, especially once they won the first one, to continue producing. But he didn't have to do a lot. He just didn't, He needed to not make mistakes, and that's where he ex- excelled and exceeded and you as remember a quarter.
2: Antoine Smith. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Polk. Mm-hmm. That I defense
0: mean, was great, and the kicker was...
2: Adam Vinatieri. the best of all time. Yep. Easily one of the goats. Second to Pat McAfee. <clears throat> I mean... I think those are good wrong. points
0: about where the teams could end up. Canada, northern Mexico, like we talked Saint about. St. Louis. Louis. I think those are. The What's other one on to throw right? out there, yeah. Portland. Uh, it could happen. Rabid Base, you know, when they have... I mean, look what they do with the Trailblazers. When they have a team, they're just Oklahoma. all over it. Oklahoma is always a possibility. Oklahoma City, like man. Oklahoma City, yeah. Good.
1: 100%. I think I think those are those are good, yeah. And FC West is jacked. Can't wait to watch good football.
0: Agreed. Yeah, that's going to be... Jacked
1: is an understatement. Okay, so this is the other thing I want to bring up, and we'll get to Megan's little comment question next. Um, the signing of James Conner in the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Did that surprise any of you? Didn't care. I mean, I don't care either, but I was just kind of shocked that they seem and, to be going all in with the offense well
0: the reason i say i don't care is because and i don't weapons. think he's going to make an impact <clears throat> i don't he's think an so either. all
2: right player but it was supposed I mean, to scare me
0: i the fact that they they they've switched to the running backs that they got from who they had I, i'm definitely i think they downgraded at the running back position who so i'm okay with it you think Kenyon Drake
1: is a there. better option
0: oh uh, yeah and drake was definitely the better option Kenyon yep.
2: Ken yep. drake was when they started winning It's true
0: i i don't think to me this 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 means nothing
1: i think it reeks of desperation
0: Who's the well, they're definitely going all in. Connor? Oh, I can't remember who they signed. Wow, he must be
2: good.
0: Yeah, he was. He wasn't anyone, or it might have even been somebody that was there already. I don't uh, even know. It's the
1: backup. I forget his name.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. Sounds, he's good. Sounds like you guys are. He's very good. Impressive. He's just not. He's not never down back. So to to me, the, to me, their running back situation doesn't do anything for me.
2: No, and I still this is exactly what Coach Horstbury wants. Well, hey, <laughs> let's be let's be
0: honest. none of the nfc west running back situations do anything for me i mean the rams aren't exactly going to go out there and knock it out are are we fearful of chris carson he's going to get hurt again you know he is and they had to overpay him they have got nothing from penny chris
2: carson still plays
0: he does He, he does he does still play all done, Smith. I like that way he spelled it. Uh, that's funny. I like uh, the way he spelled Seahawks better.
1: Megan <laughs> said, "Besides the Niners game in Week 17, is there another matchup that you guys are looking forward to in that
0: Week 17 game set?" You know, I I don't. I haven't looked. And the th- the me, thing is, is we only know the 17th team they're going to play. We don't know the order, so we don't know what the 17th game is going to be.
1: It's true. So whoever they set the 17th opponent, I think is what. Okay, so out of the matchups say, that are going to happen, let me see if I can't.
0: You can pull bring it. it up. If I yeah. can pull it up, you guys um, go through some more. We figured the schedule is going to come out what middle of May. That's when they're officially going to leave. That's when they did it last year. Kind of the schedule came out. I think like around the the tenth or ninth or tenth, like around there. So that's when we'll finally find out find out when the 49ers are playing where. Hopefully, they don't have to make you know a lot of travel like they did last year and the whole sure. you know multiple trips to the eastern seaboard.
2: What emoji did he use there? Chris Carson is a.
0: That's a fair. That's a fair.
2: <laughs> Tommy,
1: Tommy, chill. It, Tommy. I you're like it, kill, Tommy. You're gonna kill a Horse with the choking. Alright like guys. Seventeenth proposed games. Right. Here they are. Packers, Chiefs, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Chargers, Lions at Broncos, Seahawks at Steelers, Rams at Ravens, Cardinals at Browns, obviously Niners at Bengals, Saints, Titans, Titans Bucks, Colts, Panthers, Texans, Falcons, Jaguars, Washington name redacted's Bills. Giants, Dolphins.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Cowboys, Patriots,
0: Eagles, Jets. Packers, Chiefs, the very first one you said. Yeah. Horse.
2: Gotta go Cowboys, Patri- Patriots. You know, anytime America's team's on TV, want to watch it.
1: Against uh, the other Americans team?
2: Yeah.
1: Is there Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, I, I, I agree with you there, Ant. Uh, I think the one one of the ones that really is intriguing to me is that Bucks, Colts game. Okay, I'm just interested to see, especially if Carson Wentz has any sort of revamped career a- a aspirations in in Indianapolis now, being back with his old coach, right? You know, in a new environment, a new system. If the Colts are having any levels of success, that's a very intriguing matchup having Wentz in that offense against that Colts defense and Brady.
0: Yeah, I mean that one's that one's intrigued. I, I don't think that that's not depending on where it happens in the season too. It could be big. Correct. You know, and where it is it is it? Oh, so it'll be in Indy so yeah uh yes it's so in so they'll be playing inside so i mean and he's got helps, the helps the, tom the advantage you know what i don't I, it might matter to us because if the bucks lose the 49ers could be jockeying for playoff position so yeah i'll be all in for you know indy and buckner getting some sacks on tom brady and helping this 49ers out i agree with you appreciate it
1: jay ellie you're right 700 subs is incoming and if you haven't already for those of you that are out there hit that subscribe button right now. Help us get over the threshold. This stream at this moment. Smash that thing into oblivion. Hit that notification bell while you're down there as well. That way you get notified. All of our videos daily at eleven AM. Tuesdays, five thirty PM and typically our live streams are on Friday at six thirty PM, but today's a special one
2: obviously. We just really wanted to see you guys. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean just couldn't wait.
0: I mean let's be honest. Let's let's be completely transparent with our people here. The fact is we coach football and other sports for a long time. That's true. And some of the kids that we're very close with tomorrow's their last game in high school ever and we got an opportunity to go watch them and they really wanted us to be there and we wanted to be there so we just went ahead and and, and moved it transparency transparency is the key guys we're not hiding anything from we're not you. hiding anything but that's why we'll be back at it on friday next it's week. a
2: really far reach we're missing it to watch football yeah right
0: it's true it's just not professional football.
1: Uh, isn't it the cards game opener that would be dumb since that was last season?
2: I bet they
0: change it up. I, I don't think it's going to be the opener this year. Um, I would, if I had to guess, I bet we open up with an AFC team, but I don't know that for sure. Just because there's going to be eight AFC games this year.
1: What I wonder, I wonder if it'll be what? What conference are we playing this year in the AFC? Do we know
0: we're playing the North. A- AFC well, North? we're playing the we're playing several right because we're playing the North. We're playing the NFC. S- are we playing the south? I
1: think so. I think it's the south. Yeah. Probably.
0: The I think south. we're playing the NFC North as well.
1: Chat chat school us. Someone <laughs> someone from chat let us yeah, know. Yeah, there's
0: a there's a that's what's going to be big is the Which game. I haven't been studying it a whole lot to be honest. I wait until they put the schedule out before I really yeah. get into it because that way it shows what day, what are they playing, so that way you can kind of get an idea of what the weather is and all that. I mean that's I think that's when it really matters, but I mean it is something big is and it's only a month away before we get, actually get the schedule. So close. Yeah, we're getting there. So close. We're getting there. How
1: many how many player days away now are we from the NFL draft? How many days are we?
0: Um, I believe we're YA Tittle away. Oh my lord. Yeah. Nice. Bill Musgrave away.
2: Nice. Brian Greasy.
0: Yeah.
1: Ray Worshing. Look at these two. Go. (laughs) Go, my dudes. Oh, you want this
2: to happen right now? Yeah, go. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) This is one of my so listen, this is one of my all time favorite things. Whenever we're hanging out, before we started doing the podcast, whenever we were hanging out, these two
0: would just start randomly connecting the dots between two. There you go. Oh gosh, I'm not getting into this right now (laughs) because it will never stop. But we would go backup quarterbacks, obscure backup quarterbacks, and it would just go on for hours and eventually days because all of a sudden we'd be together and I'd be like, Bubby Brister. And then he would hit me with another one, and it's just, it's nonstop, man. It's just nonstop. Nonstop. And I always come Brad ju- Johnson. See, there we go. I'd always come in. And just he's as... even 14. How about that? It is. That's what I was saying.
1: Yeah, no, I like man. it. It's, it's incredible. South and the Bengals is what Brad Jones I'll play said.
2: myself.
1: By the way, shout out to Brad Jones. I haven't seen you a lot usually in our chat, so shout out to you for being yeah, here. Yeah, big today. time. Uh, also, Thanks for being here. Also, made a nice Grant Cone slam earlier. And his slam n-
2: pretty close to Brad Johnson that I just talked
1: about. It's true. So I don't know if he heard our, our what, fant What did he say about
0: the, 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 the cone? I'll,
1: I'll pull it up here and, and say it here in a second. Uh, nice. But no, he, he made a nice little Grant Cone slam earlier. It was, a, it was a swear word, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't, we're not going to repeat the swear word. But yeah. other than that, kudos to you, good sir. Kudos yeah. to you. Megan asks, do you think the matchup with, how do you think the matchup with Kamara and Henry will be in that the Titans and the Saints going back and forth? It's going to be interesting.
0: I, I think it, a lot of it is just too early to know. We don't know who the Saints quarterback is going to be. Yep. So we don't know what offense they're going to be running. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the questions we'll have to, you know, know by then. I, you're, you know what you're getting from the Titans. You're getting a smash mouth. Henry's going to get the ball 25 plus times. I think the question is
1: going to be: Is how does their what's their defense look like this year?
0: The Saints. Oh, Saints and the Titans.
1: Well, the because Saints the defense have a, lot things,
0: a lot of pieces. The Saints have well. no linebacker. They have one linebacker, oh. one very good linebacker. Yes, and then after that, they have nothing. Correct, course, What about you, man? Stump the studs. Flashback. I like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty interesting, but I don't really think of that as Henry versus Kamara. Kamara is a great player, but he doesn't carry the team. But Henry carries the Titans. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Kamara. Don't get me wrong. I think Kamara is a fantastic player but he, he doesn't have to get 25 carries for him
0: to win. Yeah. I know, I, yeah, uh, J.R. Meadows loves the Wilson to uh, read touchdown. Yep.
1: I mean, if, if, yeah. If it he
0: wants Wilson. I know, I know all of us would like Wilson. But I mean, I'll be honest, I, yeah. my Justin Fields appreciation is going up. Is it now? It is. I mean, it is. I think every time that I watch a little bit more film on him, I like him. I like the things that he can do. So definitely,
1: the Thursday works more for Brad in Australia. It's good to know, Brad. It's good to know. We get more of your Australian buddies out here. Maybe we'll do a special one for you guys.
0: It is. You know what? We are picking up Australian. uh, A lot of Australian listeners also on our, you know, Spotify and all that. Shout out. So that is nice. Also, New Zealand as well. Um, has been making an impact canada also jumping in so i like it it's been nice we're now being heard i think in 19 20 countries something like that so it's always good yeah it is it's always
2: it's pretty good. impressive
0: it is
1: it is very impressive horse i got a, i got a question for you my man
2: yes sir
1: I got a question for you who had the best mock draft of the three of us
2: with me. i like it
0: Wrong answers only. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like to stay humble. It, it's confidence or threat. I like to stay humble. Yeah. out that of babe. It is.
1: Out of babe. I love it. I absolutely love it. Chat, what else you got for us here? Come on. I, I know you're not all out of questions just quite yet. There's no way. Yeah. We... I mean, you should just right to the microphone. Let those, let those people hear that sweet, sultry Lance notes. Wilson or Fields? Is he
2: talking about Lance Bass or Lance?
1: I think we're talking about Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. not sure.
2: Not Either no, way, man. Wilson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think so. In, in my order, it's, it's Wilson, Fields, Lance. Yep. Agreed. Wilson, Fields, Lance. And the reason is, is because of mine probably goes Wilson, Trevor, Fields, Lance, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. I mean, Wilson. Wilson definitely for me. I've been
1: watching a lot of Wilson film this week, too just in preparation of all the field stuff that was going to be coming out. Right. Because I didn't want to have the field's overload sensory, you know, oh, my God, he looks so incredible. Look at all, oh, look at Shanahan and Fields. Oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of the 49 I didn't want to have that overload and have my opinion swayed, so I've been watching a lot of Wilson highlights this this week. Yeah. And, God, man, just, even that Coastal Carolina game, I know people knock, have been knocking him a lot on that game. Yeah. Man, he really did not look that bad. And his receivers dropped a
0: lot of balls that game. What is your guys' feelings on De'Ami Brown from North Carolina? I think
2: he's a second-round, low-second, high-third boomer best type. I think he's got a lot of tools, but it's a little bit scary because they have a pretty good quarterback down there at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Howell, right? Yep, correct. And they, uh, he didn't – he wasn't bad. Like I'm sure he was right around 1,000 yards and all that. But he never was just like, "Oh my God, we have to face De'Ami Brown this week." Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's how his opponents thought of him.
0: Are you guys concerned that he ran a four six eight at his yes. pro day? One hundred percent.
2: Because I mean,
1: I mean, not only is it slow. If you're running a four six eight, and these are not these are not combine days. So does he run a four seven? Yeah. I mean, there's and, a chance he runs in the four sevens, mid seven, mid four seven right. somewhere. Um, my word. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, don't be surprised now if, if, I mean, don't be surprised if this guy just doesn't get drafted.
0: Right? Because that was what, that was the big knock on Jawan Jennings as he ran that speed. Correct. That is Jawan Jennings' speed. And the, the big knock on him, and he fell all the way to the seventh round. He didn't. So, I mean, yeah, that's really I, what we're looking at.
1: No, it's, it's just, it's not good. Right. It's not, it's not good. And I can tell you, as someone who's watched some North Carolina games. Yeah. Uh, oh. I was never afraid of him. I never looked at him and watched his games and thought, you know, at any point, this dude is a problem. Right. I was always like, this guy's got some talent, but man, like I I don't know. Horace, what about you?
2: That's kind of what I was thinking along those same lines. Is well I kinda of made that point earlier is mm-hmm. he wasn't Oh my gosh, we're facing this guy. He wasn't um Jamar Chase. He wasn't Devontae Smith, he wasn't one of those guys. You even had a uh, from Stanford. It was man, that dude's six five. Do we have anyone that can guard him? Right. I mean, to me, he doesn't have any of that. He's not. I'm not saying that guy's not going to make it in the NFL and be a good player. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, to me, a first round pick is oh my god, we have to play that guy. Mm-hmm. It, in college, that's what they look. Well,
0: like. I'll be honest. I've watched film on the Army Brown, and to me, nothing, nothing spectacular jumped off the film. Nothing. And I, I grade my guys a certain way and what I want to look at. And he didn't do it for me. I know he does it for a lot of people. Chris Sims had him in his top five yeah, like, and, a, and a lot of people like him. I don't see it. I don't see the top end speed. I don't see the way I don't see him getting in out of his breaks at a you know good level. I don't see him being able to do a lot of things.
1: Here's a good one for you, Horse, because I want your take on this, because I've watched a lot of Kadarius uh, Tony at the University of Florida. Um, a lot of people are falling in love with this guy. think he's going to go really, really early. Good Morning Football on the NFL Network compared him to Debo Samuel.
2: I don't all... know if that's what I see. Um, I think what they're saying there is he's a bit good at screens, fly sweeps, those type of situations. They used the
1: all-purpose yards, compared it with Debo's last year, and, and made that comparison.
2: So, but to me, Debo runs all. I mean, definitely not slow, but he's he almost runs like a running back. Where that guy's relying on sweet various
1: Tony. He has broken a lot of tackles. No, he's but he's big but it's,
2: for a receiver, but he doesn't run like Debo. No, and he's got I like... I don't think they run that similar. Debo's
1: got like 30 pounds on him, too. Mm-hmm. Like 30 pounds, easily. Debo, I feel, has a more physical presence.
0: They're completely different, in my opinion. That's, I agree with you. I I, don't, I, I, don't th- I thought it
1: was a ridiculous comparison. Yeah. They looked at the size like, oh, same height. Oh, same amount of all-purpose yards.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Debo weighs 30 pounds more, but they broke the same amount of tackles. He's basically Debo Samuel in a smaller frame. And I was like, that not that the opposite of what Debo Samuel is? Because he's a, he's a smaller guy, 5'11", average height guy in a big, muscly frame. Right. He's a physical, demanding presence.
2: You know, that's like saying Peyton Manning and Drew Brees put up similar numbers. Their career, oh, they're the same quarterback.
0: There you go. I do see, you know, they said, what, offense early rounds, defense later rounds. That's What's what Brad doing? was asking. Um, I don't think it matters. I think you're just going to look for the best player that fits your system in that area. I think since they're going you know, quarterback in the first round, second round could be offense or defense.
1: I agree with you there. I think it could be either or. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go line or, like we just talked about earlier today, a Najee Harris go running back. Uh, I also wouldn't be shocked if they go with a linebacker or edge rusher in round two there.
0: Depends on who. Fall, if someone might fall out of the first round. Someone Absolutely. could be there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, are you guys going to do a live tailgate before a Niners game this season? That would be fun.
0: You know what? That's something we should look into. That'd be fun. I'm. I'd be down with that. You know, Horse have a
2: truck. That's
1: that's true. We do know a guy.
0: Of course, we know people with trucks. That's true. Yeah,
1: we do. You're going to do the grilling, Horst.
0: You cooking? You know what? We should get to do it, Casey Niner Kelly. That guy Casey can grill.
2: Niner Kelly.
0: What about Gordon Ramsay? Do you,
1: you guys think we're popular enough that like Gordon Ramsay no. will come with us?
0: But I will tell you this. You got to ask, course, about Casey Niner Kelly's tri-tip. Was it not wonderful?
2: It was a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this guy. Look at the look on
1: his face. It was. Was it the best tri-tip you've ever had?
0: I can't say that because I had tri-tip two days ago, and it was the best tri-tip I ever had.
2: It's it's up
0: there. Yeah, it was that good. It was close. It was close. Did you guys like WrestleMania? Yes, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I enjoyed day two. I, didn't I get to see day one. I, I watched both of them. It was great.
2: I actually enjoyed day one a little more. but I enjoyed
0: day one was a little bit better. I agree with you. There, you
1: go. there it is, Sage
0: Surratt. Sage Water's Surratt, yeah.
1: Soret, out of Minnesota. Thoughts,
0: feelings. Yeah.
2: Sage Soret sounds like a ball.
0: No, he. I mean, he. He. He's. He's a good player. You know, I, I think he is. I think he's somebody that's going to be on people's. Uh, I love you, horse. People's radar. You know, in the fourth, fifth round. Bigger receiver. Rashad Bateman is horse dude. Yeah, he is. Jay Allen. Yeah. Horse, go ahead and talk about him.
2: He's what, dude?
0: Yes. You love him. You put him in your top five. You did. Like a year ago. And that was like a month ago. What is your what
1: is your deal with time frames? Yeah, and he has like a real time. problem. I mean, you, you called Larry Fitzgerald 91 years old like a month ago. Now, Sage, uh, excuse me, Rashad Bateman was in your wide receiver draft from a year ago. Like, what what is your deal?
2: Maybe How does time I work in maybe your I brain? Drafting him when I was ten. Now no, you're blowing um, my mind, Rashad man. Rashad Bateman's. I just think he's a more of a second round guy, maybe third. He's not.
0: Ooh, Tommy, I like
2: it. He's not. He doesn't have the explosiveness. Yeah. To be a first round pick, he runs good routes. He catches the ball. He's tough. He's a, supposed to be a really good guy, like team leader type guy. Everything about him like that is great, but for his speed.
1: Go in the first round.
0: He'd have to be six five. Okay. Fair. I mean, I, I I don't see anything special about him. To be honest with you,
1: nothing jumps off the screen no. and, like instead. to me
0: up. he he to me he should be a third round talent.
1: Now, now, granted, we, we, like we could be wrong on this, right? He could end up no. being like what's his face? Uh,
0: no, Demarius Thomas. No,
2: you say no before he said says anything? yeah. He did. He because, didn't say no before I said Demarius Because
0: Thomas. Demarius Thomas had speed. Correct. At a whole nother level. And yeah. the reason that we talk about Demarius Thomas mainly is because he may, he played with Peyton Manning.
2: Do you, want me to be you mean
0: honest? Tim Tebow? No, Peyton Manning. No, uh, you mean Tim Tebow. Do you want me
2: to be honest with you of who Rashad Bateman reminds me of? Who? That's an NFL player? Who? Not everything else, but just you're on the field. Sure. Kendrick Bourne.
0: Oh, Okay,
1: that's gross. Does he dance?
2: I said pure.
0: Yeah,
1: I know pure on the field. No, no, I I get it. Listen, you still didn't answer my question. You said pure on the field. Does he dance?
2: I said pure play.
1: I mean, I I would, I would. If you asked Kendrick Bourne today, is dancing part of your play on the field? Why not?
0: You know, he's. You know, JL is right. He has good hands. I mean, that is. is something that he does. He's a possession receiver. Um, but I don't think you take a possession receiver in the first or second round. In my opinion, that's just that's just what I think.
1: Horst just wants you to know. Tommy says he's a professional chef. He'll do the cooking. You're off the hook. All right. Do you know Do you know Gordon Ramsay? Can you get him there? Well, no. be great. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Leonardo Cruz says Fields played against strong college teams. A point that Horst has brought up numerous times. Mm-hmm. O line With an O-line that was average, I don't know if we agree with the O-line being
0: average. I think people do think they're average. I, I think, think besides Wyatt Davis, well, I guess they got Myers at center as well. Correct. I mean, so they got two guys that are going to be drafted that, you know...
2: Their line is definitely not average, but it's not Alabama's line. Right, it's not I'll agree with that. Yeah,
1: it's not elite. Um Wilson played against unknown teams and had surgery on his throwing arm. I hope we get fields. Listen... That's accurate? I, I mean, yes, it's accurate, but... I don't really have any concerns with Wilson's arm.
2: I'm going to throw this out to you, Leonardo. If he wasn't looking good on medical checks, it would have come out by now.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's guys, how many, look at Frank Gore with all the ACL tears, and then he comes in and never gets hurt, you know, with an ACL in the NFL. He basically just never gets hurt. Look
2: at Willis McGahee. That was one of the ugliest injuries I've seen in my whole life. That's
0: true. You know, I mean, things are different. With the arm, you don't know, of course, that makes you nervous. But I'd rather risk it with an arm than it with a mindset like Trevor Lawrence, in sure. my opinion. That, that would scare me more.
1: Okay, this is a great question mm. right here. Horse, go ahead and read this one off for us.
2: What was your guys' favorite game from the 2019 season? Mine was the Saints. Was an hour late for work to finish watching that game. Had to get up at 5.30 a.m. to watch it as well.
1: That's a story right there. That's a story. That's dedication. It yeah. is. A good that fan. was a good game. Or, see your favorite one from 2019.
2: There's so many, and I won't say Saints because it's that's the one most people expect to hear people say. It's true. Um, there's a couple that stick out in my mind. I'm going to go with two. All right. One, even though it was early in the season, the Niners were, I think, 2 0 going into this game. And when they just came out and absolutely beat the brakes off the Browns on Monday Night Football. It's
1: a game, dude. They were
2: 3-0. Okay, excuse me. That was the fourth game. They were 3-0. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was unsure. And remember, at that time, people thought the Browns were going to have the year they had this year. Bingo. Then, and the 49ers just absolutely... I mean, people were, oh, this is going to be a good game. It could go either way. And they just absolutely steamrolled them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> My second one is the regular season game against the Packers. Well, Megan,
1: there goes your, nope, not doing it now. Not doing it for you. Wow.
2: Kind of the same thing as the first one. It's that everyone, oh, Green Bay, they've beaten these teams, but they've never faced Aaron Rodgers. And once again, their defensive line just absolutely came out and annihilated him. Those two games
1: hold special places in my heart from that 2019 season. The Browns, uh-huh. that Browns game, I remember exactly where I was because I was on top, literally on a volcano in Hawaii. Wow. Volcano National Park, walking, and just letting my family get in front of me as I pulled my phone out of my pocket and watched Dave? football, basically. I was watching football on my phone, Ew. you know? That's a that's probably an inside joke. Tommy you'll get it. Oh, there you go. uh but I was watching that game on my phone while we were hiking, and my dad kept getting upset. You are missing it, and I was like, yeah, but do you want, do you know what's going on right now? And he was like, what? And it was all, Niners are like beating the brakes off the Browns. He was all like, what, what? like, what do you mean by beating the I mean like kicking the living. Right. And then as soon as he saw the score, well, the rest of the hike, him and I were back there behind my my fiancé and, and his, his wife, watching as the 49ers were just decimating the Browns instead of enjoying the scenery of the <laughs> volcano that we were on. Um, Almost and th- fell in. Basically, it was real close. Horse was horse. When I told him that, he got really teary eyed and said, "Why didn't you just do it?" Um, and then the this is the Packers game was actually with my basketball team. It was on for uh, we call Friendsgiving. Both boys and girls teams. We got together. We celebrated Thanksgiving as a group. Um, but the Niners Packers game was on that night, and we have like two or three guys on my on my boys team that are huge Packers fans, and we're talking just massive amounts of crap leading up to that night. So just to sit there and watch them eat crow all night long was. Just incredible, incredible moment. But my favorite game, honestly, my favorite game from that season was the NFC Championship game. Because the realization that we were going to the Super Bowl and like it was happening, like we were going to get yeah. back. And the team just, it felt like a team of destiny at the time. It, felt, it just felt like it, it was our time. Man, I, I cannot recall having that. Fe- it had been a long time since I had that feeling about
0: a team or, or a sport that I watched. I'm going with the second Seahawks game. Also, I mean, with- that game, just the atmosphere, it was amped. Marshawn Lynch was back, you know, he was going to do his thing. And the way that the final sequence worked out, them getting down there to the one, getting the penalty, almost scoring, and then, you know, Greenlaw just stuffing them. Yeah, it was great. It was.
1: It was glorious. Man, that 2019 season, I I think a a fun thing to do, and maybe we should consider this in chat, let us know what you think about this idea too. It would be fun to go back through and have a live reaction to some games and maybe let chat vote on the games that we watch watch the games, react, comment, Mm -hmm. all the games going on. It might be a little fun thing to do, especially when there's some lull and some downtime, because that is coming in terms of actual news and breaking information. That's going to die down here at some point between now and after draft day leading up to minicamp. There's just not going to be a whole lot going on because Niners will have made the moves that they needed to make,
0: and now it's just waiting and seeing what happens. Doesn't it change the way you look at games, though, if they lost the Super Bowl? Like the way you look at seasons and stuff? I mean, because like, when you look back at 94, 89, 88, 84, 81, you just, no matter what, it's it's
2: great. But the other ones, is like, eh. Yeah, it definitely left a bad taste.
1: I mean, a bad taste is probably an understatement. I, I feel like that one hurt. The, the Chiefs one hurt worse than the Ravens one,
2: for sure.
0: I don't know. The Ravens one... It hit me pretty good, too.
1: Well, I mean, the Raven one hit me really good, but in all honesty, I think a few days later, I looked back at that game and said, to be 100% honest, I don't feel like we should have even been
0: in the game based on how that first half went. You think so? Because I honestly thought we were way better than the See, Ravens. Yeah. Oh, well, I, mean, I
1: thought we were way better than the Ravens, too, but based on how the first half went, I was like, we honestly I, did. The fact that we even got back into the game, I was like, you know, that was great because I, I just didn't think we deserved to even be anywhere near it.
2: I'm the exact opposite of you right. because I think if we play that 2000, it was – 2012 2012, Niners team plays that 2012 Ravens team 10 weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. The Niners win at least seven. Yeah. And that Chiefs game was a toss up. That's a good team.
0: It's a great quarterback. I think, you know, that's the difference. Yeah. Flacco, you're like, eh. But, you know, yeah.
2: I was not scared heading into that 2012 Super Bowl. I thought the Niners were going to roll.
1: Yeah. I was confident they were going to, too, until the first
2: last This last one. I thought there was a chance they would lose.
0: So the pits thing is getting thrown around at 3 again. I mean, do you think that, do you think Shanahan and them would be wasting their time no. with these pro days if they were going to go pits?
1: No, cuz you can take pits at you could possibly get pits at 12. You could also possibly get pits at 8 or 6 or 5. Yeah. You didn't have to go I just
0: I just think if they were targeting him, right? They would just they would not be going through all the the extra with the quarterbacks.
1: Antonio, where is your source on that? Because uh, no one has said the Niners offered a pick. Oh, 12. no,
0: that's going around today. I mean, listen, it's going
1: around, yeah. but no what else was going around. It was going around that we offered three seconds for Matt Stafford. Yeah,
0: this is coming out all of a sudden. i seen it on like 49ers web zone and all that. Uh, and that t- they offered they offered a first-round pick for Darnold before no they way. traded him to Carolina.
1: There's no, there's no way, because if that's the case... The Jets would have taken that. Right?
0: I just, I just don't understand. Yeah, why wouldn't the Jets take a first round pick this year instead of the package yeah, that they got? Yeah, no. So, no, one, no I mean one that else goes it,
2: around. No. I'm going to poo when I flush the toilet?
1: <laughs> it true. does, dude. Shanahan is overrated. I mean, Good talk. It's an opinion, I guess. What, what, what do you, what do you, how do you back that up? Like, what Good do talk you? To Luke. What are your, what are your things there? What, what makes you think that? Chief Super Bowl still hurts. Always will.
0: I think all of them will. I think anytime you get there and you lose the nineteen ninety NFC Championship versus the Giants hurts. I, uh, all the Cowboys ones, the Packers ones, all of them hurt. If, if you want, if you're a huge fan of a team and you make it that far into the playoffs and you lose, those hurt. I hate the Cowboys to this day because of the early nineties. Yep, true. You know, and that's I, I finally got to the the point where I can listen to Troy mm-hmm. Aikman without completely wanting to stab the cry. television. Yeah, you know.
1: It's true. That's because he's with Joe Buck. No, I just don't like Buck. Anymore. Well,
0: I don't like Joe Buck either. Yeah. I mean, he's the reason I
2: muted baseball games. It's true. Joe Buck is the reason I live to forget.
1: <laughs> Joe Buck is the reason that horse is unhappy. Yeah, I and think... horse is unhappy because of Joe
0: Buck. I think we can all declare that there's the Forty ers are taking a quarterback. It's, I think so.
1: It's true. I and mean, look, Tommy, hell no, Pitts at three. I disagree with you. If you hadn't traded up to three,
0: I think he's saying hell no, two pits at three. Correct.
1: If you hadn't traded up for pits at three, if you were just sitting there at three, I can understand taking pits at three.
2: Yeah, Ralph. By the way, that'd be a nice move for Philly.
1: Would be. Takes care of Ertz. Oh, problem.
2: pits to Philly. Yeah. Pitts is so. But over Philly's
0: hands. at twelve; they're not getting pits. Not then. Uh, maybe so not at twelve. So
2: it's Caleb's fault.
0: Well, Caleb is zero and two because horses only lived long enough to see two Super Bowls and lost them both. So that's horse said, that so is hard. So it's his fault.
2: I've been alive for five.
0: You have not been alive. I was one oh.
2: month old for the 89. Oh, yeah. I was a year old. Excuse me. I was one month old for 88. A year old for 89. In kindergarten for 94. Then the other two. I
0: think there's no coincidence. I was born in the same year the 49ers won their first Super Bowl.
1: So when are we winning our next one?
0: I don't know. Probably <laughs> when I die.
1: <laughs> don't say that. That's not funny.
0: <laughs> Funny. Somebody funny. was born along the way that's a bad luck person. It's true. I'm one and two. We need to sacrifice. <laughs> I'm one and two. Maybe it's Caleb.
1: I'm, I'm one and two. Hold on. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I was four years old when we won. You know, what young I, one hits. You know, you
0: know who I want to blame for this? The Raiders. Because they turned Jerry Rice into a loser. It's true. The 49ers never lost Super Bowls until they turned Jerry Rice into a loser.
1: Antonio, I don't disagree with you that Fields probably could be better than Lawrence, but if Fields goes number one, it won't be because he's better than Lawrence. It'll be be because of Lawrence's comments today in SI.
0: It could be. I mean, you don't know. It it also could be because of Urban Meyer. It's true. I mean, look at, like, once again, Horst was right. Schottenheimer is a coach there. It's true. And they got Daryl Bevel as well. It's true. They they have both of them. They have both of them, so they could definitely build an offense and a run game that goes with Fields. So that would make sense. Um... So there you go. I mean,
1: so maybe Tom, Tommy says he's been alive for all seven. So maybe Tommy's juju. Good luck, juju, just right
0: now. Yeah, maybe it's time. Tommy, I have also been alive for all that. seven. Both of
1: so my even.
0: dad. Yeah, all three. Actually, no, I haven't. I was a, I was alive for six. You know,
1: my, I you know I know I know a guy named Fudgehead. I
0: was he's born in. Uh, oh no, I was alive for all seven. Yeah. Apologies. I
1: was gonna say I f- I know a guy named. No,
0: I was no. You're right. I was alive for six. I was born in 82, and they—they, so they, I wasn't alive for the 81. You've been lying for all these years. No, I never said that until right now. Oh, yeah, I bet. That's true. It doesn't mean I haven't watched the game so many times I know everything that happens. True. It's true.
1: Let's be honest. I know, hold on, though. I know this guy named Fudgehead. He's also been alive for all seven, and he tells me every day what the 49ers need to do right. in order to fix everything that's going on and get back to the glory days of old.
0: For serious question, I don't know if you've seen the 81 Super Bowl enough, Alex.
1: I've watched it a few times.
0: It... Okay. Should Joe, I'm Mont- should, with that. Jo- <laughs> should Joe Montana have been the MVP or should it have been Ray Wershing?
2: I actually thought it should have went to one of the defensive players. Okay, that's fair enough. Maybe uh, Buns, maybe okay. Ronnie Lott. Uh, there were quite a few guys had big games. Um, Williamson, Carlton Williamson had a good game. Uh, was he it did. Dwayne Board that had the big game? Yeah, on the he, had a good game. he did.
0: i just wondering because Ray Rushing made a lot of field goals. Agreed. So. He did make a ton of field goals that day.
2: But I, I, can, can you
1: imagine the football purists rolling over in
0: their grave giving,
1: <laughs> giving a Super Bowl MVP to a kicker?
0: Yeah, back then it wasn't really a thing. And Montana had a good game. He let's did. not get over it. It's just, I was just bringing that up. That it's like,
1: let's see here. Niners fan holds Shanahan to a super high standard. His record speaks for itself. Also, Bluetooth um, Super Bowls sucks at evaluating quarterbacks. Horrible decision maker. Great play designer, but overrated head coach. Well, we don't know that yet. He's been a head coach for how many years?
0: Well, and the thing is, is what kind of program did he take over? This wasn't the, the 49ers roster that Jim Harbaugh took over. Mm-mm. This was a complete cluster. Okay, it's yeah. it was terrible. And cluster, a
1: cluster might actually be a polite way to
0: put there it. There is a reason they said brick by brick. Because they literally had to dismantle this team and completely rebuild it. Correct. And they did that in 2019 was the evidence of that. 2020 was unfortunate because of the injuries. But I can guarantee you, now, if if they don't have a good year this year and they struggle, mm-hmm. then yes, all the heat should be on Kyle Shanahan. Agreed. But they're gonna have a good year.
2: I agree. Holy smokes, off, That's
0: old.
1: Well, d uh, Here is the other thing too. <laughs> you, you can you can say all you want that Shanahan blew two Super Bowls. But Every the, Super Bowl. The defenses in those both of those Super Bowls did not do their job.
2: Right. There's been like a hundred of them. Yeah, there has been <laughs> hundred of them.
1: Um, but listen, the defense didn't do their job. Right. So at some point, too, there has to be nope. accountability on both sides of the football. I can't just fall at the feet of one person. I'm Team agree. sports are built that way for a reason. That's if it can't if be the, the defense, fault. well, correct. And also, and let's be honest. In that Super Bowl, Julian Edelman makes that ridiculous catch. If that catch doesn't happen, there's a good chance that game doesn't end up the way it ended up. Right. I mean that that's that's a freak play that happened in time and space. I mean, it's the same thing with the Bosa play in that Super Bowl. Bosa, right. If they call holding on that play with Bosa where they throw the big shot downfield to Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. That game changes completely.
0: I'm going to tell you guys something. In that Falcons-Patriot Super Bowl, Matt Ryan gets sacked. If that's Justin Fields, and this is another reason Kyle Shannon might lean towards a more you know mobile quarterback, and he moves outside the pocket and throws the ball away, they kick the field goal, the Patriots can't catch up, and the Falcons win the Super Bowl. Does that not run through his mind? Because a quarterback that's not as mobile that can't get outside the pocket to get the ball away, can be an issue. True.
2: Sure. I I think it's silly to blame that all on one guy.
1: Agreed with you. Agreed with you. Uh, Shanahan was what, was up it 20.
2: Shanahan versus New England?
1: Yeah, or Shanahan versus the Chiefs? No, it's not Shanahan. It wasn't it was the even 49ers. the head coach? Well, oh can... okay, yeah. You're talking about the they're talking about the he's talking about the Atlanta game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just saying. Anyways, he's extended after blowing a Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl. Was it his fault for blowing it? No. Did the players execute the plays on the field? No. If they would have, they would have won. But you still went all the way to the Super Bowl. Do people not realize how hard it is to take a team to the how, Super Bowl? How
1: close has Atlanta been since then?
0: Yeah, they haven't. They haven't
1: even sniffed the playoffs
0: since no. then. No. Yeah. That happens I, I all
1: the time. There's still there's still teams in the league that haven't made a Super Bowl. Chat? There's still guys who teams who have never made one and probably won't ever make one.
0: Joseph pointed out Joe Staley was the only holdover. Look at that. That's completely revamping your entire roster. Yeah. So saying that, the,
1: and here's the thing: saying that Shanahan can't develop or evaluate quarterbacks.
0: I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo. So Shanahan was up twenty-eight to three. That's not what the, I was saying. Not the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, interesting. Uh, that's, it's that's just interesting. An, it's an interesting
1: yeah. take. Jedd Orks to sell the team. I mean,
0: what? I don't know. Jed York is never going to sell the team.
1: And I don't think he should. No, be because... And the, he's, hey, listen, he made his mistakes early as an owner. Right. I mean, we can all agree those early days of York, right. York tenure were atrocious. They were terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, he... York was living in Eddie's shadow. Correct. And he was trying to be better than Eddie, and he's realized he and he was can't. also trying to do it differently than Eddie. Yeah. Well... That is a lot of the push that comes from his parents. Correct. Because they are penny pinchers compared to what Eddie D was. Mm-hmm. Eddie D was win at all costs, do what I have to do to win. They are not. They are about the bottom line. And they say some crazy stuff. But this guy's at least putting his money where his mouth is and getting the 49ers the players they need.
2: Agreed. Yeah, he. to be honest, since Jed took over, there's really only been the one horrendous decision, and that was firing Jim Harbaugh. Um Outside of that, he's made pretty good decisions. This is the second Super Bowl team he's built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he's built two Super Bowl teams inside 10 years.
1: All right, well, hey, you know, d Look, that makes me feel a little <coughs> better that, that you're not blaming Kyle for everything. Yeah. Um, but he makes the offensive decision and play calls. That's and true. And I agree with you. Look at what the offense does with, I mean, this year especially, when you got limited quarterback play from – Mullins and from C.J. Bethard in terms of the things they can do on the field, yeah. and yet somehow, some way, we're able, we were able to put up enough points in a lot of those games to be right in it, and if it hadn't been for their poor decision-making and their reads or inability to make up I mean, look at, think back to that Eagles game. Think back to the Eagles game. Kyle Shanahan offensively coached his tail off, and Nick Mullins literally threw the ball yeah. to an Eagles player. Not to a Niners player that just happened to get picked. We're talking to an opposing player.
0: Well, I want you to also look at the Super Bowls, okay? Both those, he has leads, right? And that's Mm -hmm. what everyone's complaint is, that he has Mm -hmm. leads and they lose him. That is not the offense's job to protect the lead. That is the defense's job to protect the lead. And if you're winning 28-3, to all your defense has to do is show up and make tackles, and you will use enough clock. Make them kick field goals. Right. That's all you have to do. There should have been no way the Patriots should have came back. That was a defensive problem. That is why the head coach... Should have taken the lump on that one. As far as the 49ers go, that defense should not have given up that that lead. Mm-hmm. But also the referees should have made a holding call Plenty. on that and, on that and, big play. And not just for the one. Sure.
1: And not just the one. And this is the thing the article came out about how the 49ers, you know, were expecting the game that got called, the Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl that just happened, that game that got called, they were expecting that type of game in their game against the Chiefs. The NFL officials, we've, we've all thought this, for a long time have kind of helped decide the ebb and flow of how games are played. Right. And they kind of make the styles clash or match up and can make a good contests really good or great or can take games and turn
0: them into blowouts based on how they, they call games. Um, Actually, no, Buckner, Armstead, and Ward were not on the hardball Super Bowl. That's what we were talking about. We're talking about going from Super Bowl to Super Bowl. Listen, Buckner was on the roster. Right. Buckner and was not on the
1: Harbaugh roster. He was not. Uh, they drafted Joseph him. After. Just said the same thing. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Ward, I think Ward was.
2: Maybe he thought we met before. I think. I think there's just a miscommunication of when it was. Yeah. yeah. Ward. Yeah. Ward, from the
0: previous regime. Yeah, absolutely. I was
2: talking about from twelve to twenty. That.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's what Joseph to, was speaking of.
1: And Ward was. Ward 19th was 19th. drafted by Harbaugh. Ward. No. No one was drafted by Harbaugh.
0: They Balky. were
1: drafted by Bulky. Excuse me. Ward was drafted yeah. by Bulky. Yes. But we got to remember he was drafted as more of a nickel kind of guy. He corner. was. He was
0: drafted as a nickel corner. It
1: wasn't until Shanahan and Lynch came in and Sala came in that he got converted over to safety and started to actually blossom because as we all know, you guys in this room know exactly how I felt about
2: Jimmy Ward.
0: Yeah. I wanted him burned at the stake. Yeah.
2: Somebody was... says stake.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's saying he's saying poor decision, you know, passing up on Watson and Mahomes yeah, I mean, you know, when you're looking back on it now, is, it, is that a mistake? But you got But you got to remember the plan, right? You draft an interior lineman or a drafted defensive lineman that's going to make an impact. They thought they were getting a Bosa-type player. They did not. They got Solomon Thomas. But they thought they were going to get Kirk Cousins. That was the that's plan. True. They were going to get Kirk Cousins. It was somebody that Kyle loved, groomed, well, you know, well, was and that's how about getting.
1: That was also a quarterback that if you want to talk about a guy that he potentially developed,
0: Kirk Cousins was a guy that he developed. And let's be, it's a guy that he worked with from day let's one. Let's be in the honest. We don't like Kirk Cousins. We don't want Kirk Cousins. But let's be honest, Kirk Cousins could have got the job done. 100 percent in Kyle Shanahan's offense, he didn't yes. get the job done.
1: Yep. I, I I don't disagree with you there at Perfect all. Friend, can we also point out, too, from that, that th- talking about <sighs> Mahomes not taking Mahomes and things of that nature, there was a lot of heat. On the Chiefs, if everyone forgets this for taking Patrick Mahomes where they took him, because people didn't think he should have gone there. Right. People thought that that was early for Patrick. There Mahomes. was
0: two teams that wanted him. Correct. In, in the first round, mm-hmm. and that was the Saints and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs did a monster trade to move up in front of the Saints.
1: It it worked out for the for for the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah. But at the time, that was viewed as g- a bad decision.
0: He's the gigolo. How do
2: you know, always
0: on the go. Spending lots of dough too. <laughs>
1: He's running around on 20 foes.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Um so yeah. many you know there we we could talk about like ifs ands or buts all I mean, the time, you know, as far as really. coaching goes. But you know, I mean, that's just how it goes. And I guarantee you it it's crazy cuz as a coach, you look back and you always wonder what decisions you could have made, you know, yeah. different. And when it comes down to it, you made the best decisions you could at the time. You take the experience, you learn from it, and you move on and you try to do better the next time.
1: If you're, you're if you uh, ever play Madden,
0: yeah, actually, I was pretty good at it at yeah, one point in time. Well, not just that, but if you're making your play calling decisions do based off
2: man.
0: Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, they Kyle Shanahan had a breakdown of Patrick Mahomes that basically he was worried about Patrick Mahomes looking to break outside the pocket all the time and throw on the run, and he wasn't the kind of guy he wanted sitting in the pocket making plays. Um it wasn't what he was looking at the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Even now, Deshaun Watson is more Dangerous when the when the pocket breaks down than he is inside the pocket. Correct. And those aren't exactly what Kyle looks for in a system. It doesn't mean Kyle won't change what he's looking for a little bit, but you have to have pocket presence first. Great.
1: Here's, Thank the, you. Other, here's candy the other. Here's I appreciate it. D. Log too. Here's the other thing too. Um, he is not the all-time passing leader at Texas Tech. Yeah. So I mean, yes, is he it has Wolf Kingsbury. A, it is. Well, actually, I think he's second all time. I believe he's second all time. Graham Harrell. Uh, I believe that's number one. Um, and neither one of those guys are NFL talent. I mean, just just based off that, in three years, if he was so if if yeah. he was so great and everyone knew it, then why isn't he the all time passing leader at Texas Tech? If he's yeah. if he was so like knock out of the park, everyone knew he was great. Nobody knew it. it was a shot in the dark. Most of the time with quarterbacks, it is. It's very rare that a guy comes out and you know he's a for sure fire Hall of Fame stud. It it's, it's not it's no not how it, it works. doesn't happen
0: anymore. And the thing is, is like. Are they going to look back on that and be like, yeah, we should have taken Deshaun Watson and we should have taken Patrick Mahomes? Absolutely. How many teams look back and be like, we should have drafted George Kittle. We should have got him in the third round or fourth round. Correct. So for every one of those that they missed, they hit somebody else mm-hmm. in a big way. You know, And that's just the way it is. It, it, the, the draft is is not an exact science.
1: It's true. Uh, Robert wants to know what we think about Jimmy G in the th- and, and the third pick to the Jets for the second pick. There's no way they do it.
0: I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. To me, that's not enough value. Wait.
1: If you're the Jets, right?
0: No, if you're the Niners. Giving up Jimmy G in a third
1: for the Jets' second?
0: Yeah, I don't think so because you can keep, turn around and trade Jimmy for a second-round pick, which is more value. If you look at Jimmy chart Jimmy J- Johnson's chart, a second-round pick and pick three is worth more than just getting pick two,
2: By the in way, my opinion. Fair By the way, taking C.J. Beathard in the third round because he looked comfortable... In an NFL pro style play action scheme is a lot different than taking a quarterback in the first round. Correct. Right. Yeah,
0: ahead. I mean, look, let's be honest. If if you, if did you, anyone
1: actually think when we drafted C.J. Bethard that was the quarterback of the future? Did did we all think that when they drafted C.J. that that's what they were doing there at pick three? <coughs> I think they were trying to game?
0: develop him. I think he he saw Kirk Cousins in him. He did. Correct. He thought he he saw Kirk Cousins. Now he never planned on him being the starter. No. He planned on Kirk Cousins being the starter, and Bethard had a similar skill set that could back him up. Correct. I mean, that's really what he looked at, and that's what he did. Is Jay Ellie
2: referring to the legendary Colt Brennan?
0: I think so. Good old Colt Brennan. Yeah. Or, or Timmy was... Chang. Either one of them were very successful. They were. Good old running gun. Yeah.
2: Not the running shoot. Not that Robert.
1: Arbo was a good coach. His problem was the same as Mark Jackson. Couldn't see someone else in the organization, including the owner, as above him organizationally. That's a great breakdown in analysis.
0: Well, and you got to remember, Harbaugh came from college where he made all the decisions. Cool. I want this guy, I want that guy, I want this guy. And he went to the NFL, and most of the time when you're working with the GM, you say, hey, these guys fit my system. That GM goes, okay, we're going to go get these guys. What about this guy? Does he fit your system because I really like him? No. What Bulky did was go, I like these guys. Here you go, Jim. Make something happen. Mm-hmm. He basically went out and he got a pizza and he said, make spaghetti. You know that's really what he did. It's it didn't make any sense. True. So why, wipe him before you poop. It don't make sense. <laughs> it
1: doesn't at all. Antonio Rosales. So the Forty ers still interested in Teddy Bridgewater? They never were.
0: They I, never they, I, nev-
1: they never were actually interested in bringing Teddy Bridgewater in. They were interested to know what what Carolina wanted to do. I think with
0: so. Him. I think they wanted to know where Carolina wanted to go.
1: And and in all honesty. It, there's a lot of 49 ers sites talking about and putting all of this stuff out there and talking about the things that, that the Niners are doing and the moves they're making. And almost all of them that have been putting this information out have been dead wrong yeah. on all of it. So if you're listening to these talking heads talking about what the 49ers are doing or who they've called, they haven't done any of those things. The 49ers don't leak. Front office doesn't yeah. leak. So if you're hearing stuff about, that they called about this guy, they made an offer on this guy, they did this with this guy, they're doing this with that guy. If it's not coming from a player, Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch, just, it's a nothing burger. It's nothing. No, it's
0: not, it hasn't actually happened. Well, they're doing reconnaissance, right? They're they're going out there and they're finding out exactly what it, it, look at this. If they're ready to move Teddy Bridgewater, they're probably going to draft a quarterback. So I know I need to get above them at eight to get the player that I want. So you go through and you find out what these guys are doing. You call, you know, about Matthew Stafford and all that to find out who's looking for a quarterback. Hey, Detroit, who else has called? What do we got to do here to, to, you know, you're finding out who's looking for quarterback and then you make your moves accordingly. That's just what I think.
1: So, no, yeah, Robert, back to what you said, too. I just don't think... I don't think the Jets would do that. Ant said that he doesn't think it's value. I don't think the Jets – I just don't think the no. Jets would do
0: it. In Jimmy Johnson's chart, that's not enough value. Like, it's not enough value. There you go. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about – think about it right now. Most of us have Wilson, Fields, and – and uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, all graded similar, right? Yep. Yeah. We're okay with any of those guys, probably. So, unless they value Wilson that much more than Fields that they got to get to two, I don't know if they do. True. I just don't know. Too skinny.
2: Oh, so you say was too skinny was him?
0: Me? Yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm too skinny.
1: Like right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet.
0: Well, I mean, why he is he t- the only why, why is he too skinny? Does does I mean, Tommy realizes he only weighs 20 pounds less than Fields, right? I don't know if he does. He does. He weighs 20 pounds less than Fields. No, I mean, I oh, you Tommy don't know if Tommy, Tommy knows. knows. I
1: don't know if Tommy knows that. I
0: mean, there's a I don't there, want to put
1: words in your mouth, Tommy.
0: I mean, so you're talking about a little over what an inch and a half in in height and 20 pounds. You're telling me that Wilson can't put on 10 pounds I, easily. Oh, I I forget Lance. I'm, my apologies. I mean, I just
1: I, I don't think I, there's not enough there's not enough out there with Lance right now to say for certainty that he's he would be a guy. I think well, I think we'll know a little bit more after Pro Day number 2. Obviously, and then the, the obviously the the Trey Lance is going to the Niners at 3, conversation is going to start. It's going to
0: it's going to pick up. Absolutely. I um, I'm not to get let, 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 let's make it clear. I think I don't, I want to know how Alex feels about this. Which Alex? You. Okay. Would you be okay with any of those four guys as the number 3 pick? No. You wouldn't. I don't want Lance at three. Oh, you don't want Lance at three. Okay. And
1: I just I don't think you didn't need him.
0: You don't. You didn't need to come up to three for Lance. Unless you think he's your Patrick Mahomes if he or Deshaun blows, Watson. If
1: he absolutely blows the ceiling off of Pro Day two, then I will eat. I will eat my shorts. He's going
0: to blow the ceiling off of Pro Day two, but I don't know if that's the reason he's going to get selected, because I just think there's he can do better than what he did. It's true.
2: Interesting fact about Colin Mom's background. It's his family owns the Mondo Burger.
0: Mondo Burger <laughs> <laughs> from Good Burger
1: Horse. Yes, D-Loke, Okay, if, I'm just saying if Kyle has another losing season, he should be considered overrated. Listen, if he has another, <laughs> if he has a losing season this year with the roster they have in place, I don't think overrated is the co- conversation that's going to be had. I think hot seat and whether or not he's the coach going forward is the conversation that's going to be had.
2: I agree. He ain't Rosen. Are we gonna talk about Rosen
0: today? No, no, probably not. No. Okay, so Zach Wilson's draft profile says he's six two and one eighth and two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. So I mean he's every bit as tall as Justin Fields. I didn't think he was. I thought Fields was a little bit bigger than him, but I, apparently I was convinced too. So it's it's a twenty pound weight difference. There you go. So I don't know if I don't know if that makes a big difference. I know a lot of people are <laughs> <laughs> coward is trying to
1: get his future set a lot. That's good. That's good. You know what we forgot to talk about earlier? Brad Jones had brought up Mitch Wisniewski and how he felt about Mitch Wisniewski at the punter position. And obviously, as a guy from Australia, he loves the punters, right? Uh, how we how we felt on them. I'm gonna let you two talk about that first because I got a very unique take on Mister Wisniewski.
0: Um, you know what? He I don't think he's performed to the draft. You know the level, the pick that he was taking. Um, but I, I mean, I like him overall. I don't think he's a bad punter. I mean, he's not, you know, Andy Lee. You know, he's not like somebody that we had that was a dominant punter. It's true, but overall, I don't think it's been a terrible decision. But I think we could have probably drafted him in the fifth or sixth round, and I would have been more
2: okay with it. Of course. Uh, here's the deal: <laughs> he's my favorite Australian guy on the Niners. There you go.
1: There you go. Uh, my wish take is: I don't think he has the leg to be a successful punter in the league. Yeah. Much longer than probably after this his contract is up.
2: All, um, is it too
1: short or? yeah basically um he, he just doesn't he doesn't drive the ball downfield he's not a field flipper he does not flip the field at yeah. all. if you're stuck inside your own 20 you're you're looking at them getting the ball around the 40 30 yard line somewhere in that range um unless it takes a bounce and gets a roll he's not someone who from you know from his own 10 or from the goal line is going to put the ball in the air or hang time inside the other opposing team's 30 yard line and they're starting at basically what would be kickoff you know if you down yeah. the ball in the end zone he's just not doesn't have that type of leg it doesn't transition. It doesn't translate to flipping the field. And if you're a team that's built on defense, and the Niners have been built on defense, you need a guy at times that can bail you out when the offense stalls a
0: little bit. Well, I mean, wouldn't you bring in another punter though? I, what other punters out there? That's the question. There's got to be other ones. There's, Pat McAfee's out there. I mean, I mean, listen, all, listen.
1: If Pat McAfee, if Pat McAfee wants to come punt for the 49ers, I, I will help the Forty Nineers.
2: First pay of all, Marquette Kings out there.
0: Okay, it's true people are saying montana got broken in half
2: yep.
0: well montana was not 210 pounds number one correct number two there were different rules back then you could break a quarterback in half accurate you can't now you yep. get with and these quarterbacks are taught to get rid of the ball does he have the awareness of joe montana right now absolutely not joe montana was a, a bona fide hall of fame player he is a hall of famer but maybe the greatest of all time my greatest of all time and i'm just like why are we comparing a rookie quarterback, or who will be a rookie quarterback, to Joe freaking Montana? Yeah, let's slow down, guys. 49er fans, stop comparing them to those guys that we had. It's like, dude. Let the, let, let's let the kid develop. Let's let since him Since when time. did 6'2 and one eighth and 210 pounds mean you are not physically capable to play in the NFL? That's that,
1: crazy. Guys, I want to point out would that if I know. was 6'2 two, and 210 pounds, I would be playing professionally somewhere. Would you? Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, easily. Something, I, I, so, um, I would be playing professional eating pickleball, tennis, golf. I'd be doing something professionally.
2: I got I something know. to say, but I can't say it on here. Um, I'm glad. So, um, thank you. Is sure. that the line of success? Is whoever we draft has to have a Montana-like career?
0: Yeah, I don't. I I don't think you can put those, and that's unfortunate for anyone. And I think that's what happened, to Alex Smith, when <laughs> he came in. Right? <laughs> is is like. <laughs> Alex Smith was expected to be Steve Young and Joe Montana a lot and, of because he was there. the first pick overall. And we can't put those expectations on these guys.
1: No. I, I mean, mean that's,
0: that's what I feel bad for Fields. If, he, if Fields is the pick or Lance is the pick, think about it. Fields is going to be expected to be superstar Cam Newton style the first time he comes in. And Lance is going to be expected to be what? Aaron Rodgers? Patrick Mahomes, you know, I mean, what are we, what expectations are we putting on these guys? That's crazy. If, to me. if
2: he turns out to be Aaron Rodgers, it was a bad trade up. He needs to be better than that.
0: Yeah. The trade from 12
1: to 3 was a panic move. I disagree with you there. I don't think it was a panic move. Uh, I think this was a move that they had planned. Um, in all honesty, they didn't give, it, it, a panic move would have been giving up three years of our future. They gave up two. Yeah. I don't think they overpaid. For this, I think they paid the price. They paid the piper, obviously, to move up, but I don't think they overpaid.
0: Well, I think in two, three years from now, somebody's going to be right and somebody's going to be wrong. Correct. It I just, mean, however it looks, right? Obviously. Yeah. Some, <laughs> he's either it's either a great move or it was a terrible move, and but, if it was a great move, Kyle and John have more contract extensions coming. And if it was a bad move, they're gone.
1: Not only and not only they gone, every 49ers fan all over the world right now that's been questioning Shanahan is gonna be able to come out of the woodworks and say, see, we told you so, see, we told yep. you so. And you know what? You'll have every right to at that point. Matter of fact, I know a certain fudgehead that'll be very happy if that comes to pass because he thinks this was one of the worst moves. Matter of fact, when the move got made, I got a text message from him that said Bill Walsh is rolling over in his grave.
0: Yeah, I don't I I mean, I don't think it was the worst move ever. I think they they sold an opportunity to upgrade This was the best route. They were looking into Deshaun Watson. Everything happened with that, and they decided to pivot and make this move, and you got to do what you got to do.
1: Correct. The Niners are trying to stay ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah. That's what they're trying to do, for sure.
2: So you're saying that that hit that um, Montana got hurt on by Leonard wouldn't be a flag right now?
0: 100% it would.
2: I agree with you that it shouldn't.
0: Yes, but. and we like the old school. But you got to remember, football has changed. Not to mention, Montana was looking downfield to throw. Wilson's running. Wilson's throwing the ball out of bounds. These guys are taught different than they were taught back then. It's a different football.
1: D-Loke, I agree with you. None of us know a gosh darn thing about what the 49ers want to do or are planning to do.
0: Bingo. At all. Yeah. It's,
1: all it's all speculation, right? I'm a Falcons fan. I don't know if you want a Michael Vick.
0: Yeah, we're basically just all talking, you know, about yeah. what we think, but we don't actually know because Kyle won't even tell his assistant coaches the grades on the on the quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, D. Look, we don't take any of this personally. Nah, we enjoy nah. Doing this doing been. We I do. So we don't enjoy, think it's personal. We're no. having fun. We've yeah, absolutely we absolutely
1: enjoyed having this conversation with you. I mean, it's been it's been great. This has been one of the more. Uh, I think yeah. this has been one of the more passionate conversations we've had.
0: Yeah, and you know Tommy's talking about Michael Vick was a I know Vick is coming up on. It. To me Justin Fields is nothing like Vick. No. To me they're 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 polar opposites. Plus Michael Vick did not watch film. Admittedly. No, he was just a freak He dude. threw the DVDs away. He yeah. like did not watch it. Justin Fields cares about this stuff. He mm-hmm. he wants to be the best. That's why all, that's why he's climbing up on the board of like I'm worried about Trevor and I'm like Justin's sounding better and better.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, especially after that interview with SI now, Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, I, I would hope. I would hope if something crazy happens and like the 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 Jacksonville Jaguars went with like a Zach Wilson or something, that the Jets would take Trevor Lawrence and we would get Fields. Yeah, that I would much rather prefer that. I feel I feel much more comf- yeah. comfortable with a Justin Fields and the work ethic.
0: Right there, you see where it says Montana didn't see the hit coming, saying today's quarterback would throw away doesn't fit the scenario. It absolutely does. Because in that day, how many quarterbacks slid? How many of them slid? Most of them went head first. Most of them went out of bounds. But football has changed. They teach you now when you're eight years old to slide. They teach you to throw the ball away when you get outside the hash marks. You couldn't throw the ball away outside the hash marks and it not be intentional grounding like it is today. Correct. It's a completely different game.
1: Yeah. The 49ers were interested in Watson this offseason, then it makes sense they take Fields or Lance because of the mobility. Agreed. That's fair. I think that's fair. That is a, that is a great take. 100%. 100%. Vic didn't care about football. I mean, I think he cared later. I think once it got taken away from him, he started no,
0: to I, I think that's a No, I think that's completely right. He did not He did not like – he didn't really care about football. He just wanted to make money. Agreed. And he was All more right. athletic than everyone else for how long,
2: Horst? And he was like uh, – I think after watching different stuff on Caropolo Michael, Michael Vick, <laughs> is he was the definition of the guy that wanted to wear the jersey but didn't want to get it dirty. I think that's it. And right. I'm a huge Michael Vick fan. But the early part of he's his missing, career... He's missing the point. It's okay.
1: Well, no, but not just that. Hold okay. on, that, no, 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 not you. No one, or no none. He said, why would he have slid?"
0: Have you watched Kyler Murray play? Yeah, he would slide. Every time he's about to get hit in the pocket, he gets down. He slide behind the lines. I, and that Every in time. In today's NFL, that play, I know what you're talking about. He rolls around to the right, and he's going to throw, and he sets up to throw. He would have... Number one, he would have... Threw the ball out of bounds and prevented the hit from coming. Correct. From happening because he would have lived to see another day. That's how they coach it now. They didn't coach it then. You don't. Yeah, you don't have
1: read one. You don't have read two. You don't have daylight in front of right. you on the ground. You don't sit there and try and make a play. Just get rid of the ball. Let's get to the next down. Let's not take a loss here. Right. All and, they
0: care about too is protecting the, the the player. Get the ball out of your hands and protect yourself so you can get back in the huddle. It, it's it wasn't like that then. They, I guarantee they were coaching Joe to look down the field and continue to throw. And Joe was doing that yeah, and wanting to think, make plays. Think
1: about what uh, Walsh used to say about footwork and timing. Yeah. He was big on the footwork, the steps, the drops. You're here, you have a hitch, you're looking here. Because if this guy's not here on the step then you hitch, you're going to be here. This guy's the timing route across the yeah. middle will be here now. Like It was taught down to a science with Bill Walsh. You're not going to throw the ball away because your footwork and your timing is all predicated on the routes that are being run. And right. So if you throw the ball away before the hitch,
0: well, and you, you can you're can. Go, not going to hit that guy. I've watched these games over and over and over. If Joe Montana, he threw the ball away when he got out of bounds, but he had to have a receiver in the area. Correct. Or it's intentional grounding. Correct. So,
1: Agreed there. Agreed there. The coat is Brock Osweiler, silly. <laughs> That's funny stuff. Alex thinks Russell Wilson is the goat? No. I think he's a good quarterback, though. Really good quarterback.
0: One of the best I, in the NFL. I agree with that. Stafford will be the fourth best quarterback if they get fields.
1: He might be the 4th best quarterback, even if Jimmy is the starter.
0: You think so? Might be. Mm.
1: He's an argument to be made. Yeah. No, you're missing the point. He didn't slide because he didn't see the hit coming. Players today don't like just because of time clock. They slide when contact is coming.
2: It's okay. I, I,
0: I understand what I think, he's saying. We'll disagree. He's saying no matter what, he couldn't see it coming, so obviously he couldn't throw it away. And he doesn't get the point that... He would never stop to set up to throw the ball. He would have just on the run threw it away in today's football. But we can agree to disagree on what we see. Hmm. That's fine. I, yeah. that, that's fine. He's, he's, blindside hits happen. You're right. They're hard to see. What I'm saying is it's just coach. We're just at a different angle. It's coached differently now than it was then.
1: Well, not just, not just Joe that. Joe was
0: setting up to throw the ball. Well,
1: not just that, but blindside hits like that too, with the, the viciousness and the veracity of that hit, there's a good chance it would have got flagged anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, though, he's still hurt. But we can't we can't sit here and say that's going to happen to Wilson because it happened to Montana. Correct. You know we can't say that a safety is going to come and put his helmet straight on Zach Wilson's helmet and concussion is going to happen like it happened to Steve Young. Though you just don't know. You can't you can't go off that. that's yeah, true. You know.
1: Horst he D Loke wants to know how you guys feel about this cornerback room. He's high on J C Horn, but most likely he's going to be taken mid to late first round. He likes Asante Samuel Jr. later.
2: I like a lot of good um, quarterbacks or <laughs> cornerbacks um, in this draft. um, Horn's good. Samuel, if you're talking late first, early second. Of course, I like. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Sertan? Sertan and. Um, Cal- so- oh, Caleb Farley. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot your favorite guy's Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley, I like. There's none of them really of those a talk group that I don't like. Yeah. Um other guys I like are um Paulson Adebo, Trill Williams. Bang bang hood Gang, Um Benjamin Saint Juiced. Yeah Benjamin Saint Juiced. There's a couple more. I like Bynum from Cal. I know you don't, but yeah. I do. Um oh and then if you want to count molden as a corner. Yeah. I, mean, I think
0: it's a nickel corner. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely, I think the cornerback draft really, the cornerback room is obviously really deep.
0: Right, room,
1: which is why I don't think the Niners necessarily have to go early with one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, the, the cornerback group there's a lot a of, lot of potential there. Yeah, will Warner's brother get drafted? Probably not. I Doesn't don't think he will. Like it.
0: It's it's not looking good for him. I think he's going to get undrafted, and you would think the 49ers would have the leg up if oh they want him.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> if the Cardinals draft Horner Sertan, they will be tough to beat. Eh, maybe.
0: Um, we'll see. I mean, I just don't think they're gonna be able to draft them. I mean, I really don't. They're gonna go what ten to ten to twenty three somewhere in there. Probably. You know.
1: Probably. I don't think they could get a guy like that.
0: Yeah. Don't think they will. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think we're pretty much on the same. We're on the same point. I think now. You know. I mean, he. he we. I agree with the blindside uh, thing. I. I'm. We're on it. We're just saying it different. Part of it is because I'm looking at it like I know we had the other guy that said he coaches in college and he would take out quarterbacks. We're looking at it from a coaching angle, too, because things have changed. We all coach, so we understand as well. So, yeah, I get what you're saying 100%. That was a brutal hit, and I think those type of brutal hits um, took out a lot of quarterbacks and would, I think that's why they're trying to change it. And
1: no one, I think we all would agree with you there. Montana's size didn't save him from that hit. I don't think it would have saved a lot of people from that hit.
0: Yeah, you know what, and... It does. I mean, when you're a little bit more frail, it it will get you. Montana, that was one of his issues. I mean, there's a reason you know that they always made fun of his legs. You know what I mean? Because he was skinny. Erston
1: Key got waved today.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: From the, uh, from the
0: from the Raiders.
2: For good reason. Really? Yeah. If you if you don't make it in front of uh, John Gruden, I'll tell you what,
1: man. That Erston Key guy. Caleb says
2: he likes Caleb Farley's name. Horse.
1: I'm shocked. Now, is he
0: like the Caleb or the Farley? Horst thinks cornerbacks
2: are divas. That's probably true. True. Yeah.
1: How tr- More more so than the cornerbacks, horse?
2: My favorite thing that corners do is when they're beat and the receiver still doesn't catch the ball, and they stop him and go, that's my favorite thing.
0: I mean, it's pretty. Uh... Does he think they're going to take Who? Najee Harris? Do you think they're going to take him in the first round? Do you see that? Oh from uh, Look. I think the Cardinals
1: are going to take Najee Harris and I'm pissed. Um if he thinks first round, that'd be a little that'd be a little shocking. Could I could. It could. Could you I mean, yeah. I could see them doing that. That seems like a Cardinals would, thing to do.
0: I would be really surprised if they don't go offensive line. They I
1: think or kinda,
2: or
0: cornerback.
1: Those I, but I feel those are the two spots they have to right.
2: hit, right? All right, Big Low Country Sports, thanks hey, for checking it out.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Yep. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh no, I mean Guys, this is uh this is interesting, man. And the draft is so freaking close. I mean, at this point, everyone, every single 49ers fan is just on pins and needles.
0: Right. They really right. are. I mean,
1: we're just we're looking forward to what could happen, all the possibilities, the potentialities, what other teams are going to do, especially in the NFC West. What are these other teams, what kind of moves are they going to try and make to keep up because with the Niners coming up to 3, I I know some 49ers fans feel like this is a move for right now. I still am not convinced that this is a move for right now. I think this is a move for the quarterback at, for the future. They're trying to make sure that they have a young guy right. in place now, so that way they have the cap space and the flexibility to bring back the star defensive key players and wide receivers that they have on the roster for years to come and ensure that they have solid talent top to bottom throughout the roster.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think the draft is going to be the 49ers hold all the keys. I mean, they really do. Okay. Whatever they decide to do at three is going to shape the draft.
2: True, and... um. But do they even need a quarterback they have Rosen?
0: Yeah, they 100% need a Listen quarterback. Listen to me.
1: Listen to me. Don't do this to me. You've been pulling on my heart. Hear for months. I want to hear your breakdown
2: of Rosen. You've never given it to me. I'm us.
1: aware because every time we start what? to talk about Rosen, something comes up and what we have to end the podcast. About? I
2: have no idea. You've never tried to talk about Josh this Rosen. This is
1: a bunch of malarkey. Every single week, I go into my tirade about how Josh Rosen has something like tw- Wait, 12 starts. Wait, Josh Rosen. Oh. He has got like 12 starts under his belt. All right. Okay.
2: Guys, we're don't be you out of
1: do time. it? We're
0: yeah. not out of time. You know what? Yep, yeah, my watch says we're out of time. There's no watch there. All right. All right, sorry, Josh Rosen. We're out of time, but don't worry. We'll get you on the next one. I agree. I, I promise. One hundred percent. You've promised it's like it's the last time, four times. It is. Time, that time. You know what time it is? Let's don't, chalk another one up. Don't
1: chalk another one up. Sorry, you Josh. S- we got you on the next one. You son of a
0: yeah.